0: yeet yeet ladies and gentlemen that's what i like to say welcome back this is the common chaos podcast as always here to provide you with that beautiful balance of chaos and order i am your host with the most brian kern and i'm here to discuss my life life itself my perspectives on life i'm here to talk about the good the bad all the ugly in between the nuances to life if you will And this is the Common Chaos Podcast. I hope you guys are all doing fantastic. I have another great episode for you with my good friend, Nisenro. But before that, let's get into the particulars. This episode, as always, is brought to you by Fight Back CBD. Fight Back CBD is Austin, Texas' fastest-growing CBD company, and it was built independently by your boy, Justin McClenney. You want to hear more about it? Check out episode 59. You should already know about it. You guys get to save 20% off anything and everything through the cbd or uh, through the Fightback cbd website check it out fightbackcbd.com and that promo code is chaos it's going to save you 20 percent. he has uh, a wide array of cbd products he's got the drops he's got vape pens he has uh, applicators roll-on applicators he's got bath bombs um He's all over the place. He, My favorite product that he offers by far is the Fight Back CBD Night version. Uh, it is mixed with lavender and uh, melatonin, and it puts your ass to sleep, baby. It is by far the best melatonin product I've ever taken. Um, I came home last night from a long day of work. It's the holiday season. I'm in the fucking sales business, and I was nonstop for close to fucking 10 hours and just going ham, and this is coming off of... You know, 12-hour days. It's just been madness. It's December. It's the holiday season, folks. And uh, my goal was to come home and hit the fucking hay and go to sleep. Be able to wake up early today so I could get at it. And I fucking first thing I did when I got home last night was took a drop or a little uh, tincture of um, the nighttime, nighttime remedy. God, man, I, I got through like one and a half fights on the card. I started the fight card a little late and was watching it. And I got through one and a half fights and was out, out man this thing this fucking product is phenomenal I can't talk enough about it uh all his stuff is great he's got flavor drops um he works with the whole spectrum of uh, the CBD uh cannabinoids and he is uh, he gets all his stuff lab tested you can check it all out on his website and uh you know, as always, he's given back to to a cause. When you guys donate or when you guys purchase your products through fightbackcbd.com, portions of the proceeds go to uh, those individuals and families working on recovery that are in the process of addiction recovery uh, and rehab. Uh, He sponsors individuals that need help. He sponsors families that need help. He sponsors uh, everyday athletes. He has a great ambassador program, which your boy, yours truly is a part of, which is why I get to help you guys get discounts on his products and why he gets to help several people on their journey of recovery and uh yeah justin is just all around fantastic guy check him out on instagram uh fight back cbd and uh yeah don't forget to get yourself some he's also got rash guards and t-shirts and other cool fun shit up on the website so check it out guys save some money 20 percent promo code chaos this episode is also brought to you by phoenix fit it's America's fastest growing fitness company uh, they have supplements they have apparel they have fitness equipment they are a gym their headquarters is based out of Utah they are 100% manufactured and produced here in the good old U.S. of A they distribute worldwide they themselves have a phenomenal program that gives back to communities It is called the live free program for every item purchased Through their website, phoenixfit.com, a gallon of water is donated to someone in need. Over 11 million people worldwide suffer from a lack of access to clean water and sanitation, and Phoenix Fit is doing their part in helping curve that. As a company, they've already donated over 600,000 gallons of fresh water to those in need. This podcast itself has been responsible for over 1,000 of those gallons. Thank you guys for contributing to the website or uh, to the podcast and my website and to me and to fucking this little project that I'm doing. And I hope you guys get enjoyment out of it. And when you do so through Phoenix Fit, you know that they're giving back to a good cause. Um, Yeah. They're phenomenal products, premium products too, man. These things aren't cheap. And you get to save 15% off of everything and anything through their website. And right now they're doing uh, 12 days of Phoenix Fit Christmas where they're giving away everything or uh, something every day. Um, And they do these giveaways pretty often. Normally their giveaways are random where every single purchase gets like a gift card and it could be from starbucks and or, or uh, amazon or whatever but they do these uh little giveaways all the time and it's pretty cool because everything you order comes with this little free gift and uh you know it's it's cool to see a company like that give back to their customers you're seeing it a lot more in the business world and that's something that phoenix fit has jumped on board with And so their 12 days of Christmas, what that is, is every day they give away one item. These items are big items. The first day was like a scooter, or no, it was an Apple Watch. Then they gave away one of those, like, uh, it's not a Rascal scooter, but it's one of those electronic scooters, like the three-wheeled ones. Uh, They gave away a uh, Theragun, which is fucking awesome. If you guys don't have one, get a fucking Theragun if you're an athlete or something. Um, They gave away like $250 in cash they gave away I don't know but they're on day 7 they're right smack dab in the middle of it um they did a bogo a buy one get one for a whole day on I think all supplements and so yeah they're just doing a bunch of shit every single day so that's cool and you guys can take advantage of it and as long as they're not doing another savings promotion right if as long as they're not doing like a bogo or a 40% off or 50% off promo which they do all the time too uh then yeah use the promo code chaos fnx at checkout and you guys will get uh 15 off anything and everything your whole order and i think anything over 125 bucks gets free shipping uh they got gym bags again clothes apparel gym shorts i live by their fucking gym shorts i use them for jujitsu i use them for strength and conditioning for anything and everything um yeah that's it phoenixfit.com ladies and gentlemen check them out give back to the live free program and uh yeah continue to to, uh support the podcast as always if you guys can please leave a review subscribe uh the youtube channel is kicking off at the beginning of the year i'm gonna be having a uh, gonna be doing like a a live stream inspired show and so yeah i'm gonna be uh really focusing in on trying to get people to leave reviews and uh share the podcast get it get subscribed to it get people subscribed to it uh you know share it with friends if you guys can and Yeah, I appreciate all the love and support, as always. CommonChaos.net for anything and everything about the podcast. As always, you're probably listening to it already on Stitcher or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google or something, and so make sure to follow it. Yeah, you can always find it there. The Instagram, as always, The Common Chaos. The Twitter is the same, The Common Chaos, and of Brian, of Death. For my personal Instagram and Twitter. This episode with Knives Monroe is another fucking great one. For those of you that don't know, me and Knives do a year end episode um, every year, and this was year number four. So, literally, I think every year since I've been doing the podcast, he's been on. And it's great. Uh, We actually have to do a part two. Uh, You know, I've got a couple of these longer podcasts that, um, you know, I'm bumping out with guests. Khalil's the, my two most recent ones with Khalil Kennedy I was able to just we were able to record a really long pad, podcast and split it up into two parts but sometimes that's a little bit harder to digest so me and Knives went in for like a solid two hours and we're like yo we gotta, we gotta we're gonna have to come back and do another one so I'm gonna try to get him in here last week of the year um, so we can go over our music and entertainment and all that kind of jazz that we go over every year and uh, yeah leave us on a, on a, on a good foot 2021 was crazy people this is uh, and this isn't the last podcast you're gonna get. you should get um, another one, possibly two where I'm for sure having knives back uh, yeah, Khalil here shortly and I have, I have a couple more lined up but uh yeah, you guys are at least are getting a couple more for me before the end of the year. so stay tuned for that. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. check out knives and row on uh, instagram at indie Uh, He has created a website, IndieDarlings.com. Check that out. And he's got a bunch of cool just items up there. And he has uh, TikTok and he does video production. He's a content creator. He's a film director. He's a man of all trades, and he has single-handedly built himself two positions in two different companies, and he goes into details about that in this podcast. Uh, The theme of this podcast, as always, with me and Knives, is just about how you can keep that fire going, how you can keep that momentum and that drive and that inspiration going, and you know, for my last couple episodes that I've done, the ones with Khalil included, and my last couple solo episodes... That's been my theme, man, is just how can we get this inspiration and this momentum going, and how can people uh, deliver on what they really want, what they're really trying to get after and strive for. And Knives is a perfect, perfect example of someone that has been able to do that to a degree, and it's a rather successful degree, you know. And uh, he drops it, baby. He fucking – oh, man. He's going to piss people off in this podcast. He's going to piss people off that are listening to it that are just like – the fucking realize that man i wish i had the same drive since i was fucking a kid because this dude at like 34 years however old my is of work is finally culminating to like i don't know to something and this something is fucking good and big and he it's awesome he talks about it he talks about uh just his his life over the last year that's what we get into baby i hope you guys enjoy it as always uh keep engaging and Uh, keep sending me ideas keep uh, dropping lines dropping emails sign up for my email list Uh, I don't email anything about anything ever but you guys will start getting updates for the blogs and for the live streams and all that stuff I'm just you know I'm I'm getting all that shit scheduled and squared away here so Um, but if you do sign up for my email list I send you a shirt I send you a I just have old merch that I've had up there forever and instead of selling it i rather just give it out and have people rep it and wear it and so if you guys sign up for that email list, I send you something. So, yeah, it's all on the website. Go check it out, commonchaos.net. Uh, appreciate you guys, as always. Enjoy it. This is my boy, Knives Monroe. I assure you
1: that hell is not-
0: Say no more. Here we are. Nice and a row. Back for our year-end episode. This fourth, fifth year in a row? Four years in a row, baby! Let's go, dude. Yeah, I'm so I'm excited. I'm so excited. This I is great. I am too. It is. This amazing. one's gonna be our best one yet. Oh, I can already feel it. Yeah, man. Uh, so how was your 2021, sir?
1: How, how was your 2021, man? It was good, because I know you're saving stuff in the can for
0: future episodes to really get into It was good, man. Big events. Uh, I mean that's just how my life works, like, right? I got to kind of look back and organize and digest and do all that kind of shit. And then just with, I think, the direction that I'm taking with this being a little bit more formulated and a little bit more direct in, like, my themes and my approach, uh, I'll get to a lot of that. I'll be able to share a lot of that in, like, when it correlates to the episodes, you know, as far as experiences and what I'm learning and, you know, what I've learned. Like, obviously, I had a fucking... Uh, a lot different than twenty twenty. Listening to, you know, you and me were both on our twenty twenty episode, like, yo, this was a good year. All right. We we're we kicking back and like having a good time and not, you know, like relishing in anything, but we were uh thankful for how we made it through twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Looking back on it and then twenty twenty one was just all right, a whole nother chapter. <clears throat> a whole different uh a whole different different ride, but it my I've been saying this the whole year. It could have been worse, right? I'm definitely not not uh, cur- a couple curveballs, but for me, it was just a big learning experience. It was a big uh, opportunity for me to really test out a lot of like things through. And I think this is going to go into you uh, and your jobs and what you do. Sure, but um, you know, I feel like I've been learning. Uh, You're always learning, baby. You know, learning a lot the last decade. You know, and I feel like this was the first year where I finally like got to put a lot of that to work and was tested in mm-hmm. a lot of ways and again did I have a good year like looking back so far I mean how, we got, how did you how handle the left? tests um how'd you do how just so score? my theme going into this year was perseverance a lot of perseverance man I just kept in like hey I'm whatever happens and we can start with like snowpocalypse that was the first turn yeah. right February it was oh. on
1: Valentine's Day
0: <sighs> that weekend bro yeah. me and Becca did a podcast and we were bummed out that uh, Outback was closed we were like, we were supposed to be at Outback right now because we've been talking about it for fucking ever. I know. And, and we ended up getting it and it was god awful. Fuck. Yeah, it sucked. Dude. But another story. But yeah, we were like, it's fucking Valentine's Day. It's our Valentine's Day pod. We were supposed to do this drunk and like fucking have an Outback in our bellies and they were closed because it's freezing. And we were just going into it like, how long is this going to last? What the fuck? Out, dude. Yeah. Power. Water, yeah, done for a fucking week. How were you? How how did it happen here? Like, what were the specifics? I believe we connected a little bit, right? And I don't remember. I think you had your you just lost you lost water and electricity, right? So, so we had us- a
1: rolling blackouts. That was like our big thing. Mm. It's like they would, it would be out for a couple hours and then be on for a couple hours and then right. out. And it was yep. it wasn't you know it. It could have been worse. You know, oh, we, we did get I to a we did get to a place where we were boiling hot water, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, our driveway, like it, nothing was drivable. The streets weren't drivable. But at the same time, you know, I was looking at people online, and some people had it so terrible, so like they were making fires in their living room, like oh, crazy yeah, shit. Oh and so it made me feel like what you said earlier: it could be worse. Um, so I, I wanted you know I checked out to the people that I love here and, and so I might have been like how are you doing um, if you needed water or anything we you know." it
0: was a brief thing like that and uh, <clears throat> I think that's all people really could do at that time you know make sure that, and we talked about it after it happened like that really tested a lot of community values. I'm still shook from that. Oh, dude, it's yeah, trauma. You know, you're, asking, I, I, gotta I tell, tell you, you like, you c- we like, couldn't handle eight, 12 weeks of that. You were like snowpocalypse. And I was like, I fucking forgot because I blocked that out of my mind. Like it's getting cold now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Becker, we have like our list and we're like, we're, we're, we're already starting. We're stocking up on stuff. We're already yeah. making sure that we're going to be, cause we don't know, but dude, I when I first moved out here, and for those of you that are like maybe a little unaware, we live in Austin, Texas, and it snowed and basically froze for two weeks here, like in February. And it Texas obviously isn't prepared for that and it fucked a bunch of shit up and you probably know that. Um, and, and
1: just to just to add to that to the people who are like in your your Wyoming and Minnesota listeners mm-hmm. who are just We're like, bitches. Yeah, okay, fine. But to, uh, to in our defense, it wasn't like we were crying about five inches of snow. Mm-hmm. It was um ice like mr freestyle like just froze all of our roads and shit yeah like that's really more so what it was was ice
0: and toppled with the fact that they shut the like electricity grid down basically to conserve power they were only given power to like hospitals and stuff because the grid was overloaded right and you know all of texas was freezing at one point in January or February, like all yep. of Texas was, uh, there were parts of Austin that were colder than parts of Alaska at the time during the freeze, mm-hmm. which for comparison is just like, yeah, dude, if you're living in Texas, you just, it's out of your realm. You're not prepared for that unless you've been a part of it before. And a lot of people, I have friends from a lot of parts of the country and they were like laughing at us. Cause it's like, yeah. yo, a foot of snow, a foot of snow really shut you down and, yep. and crippled you. But Hey, it was that compounded with nobody having water or electricity. We were out of both for like a week. Yeah. Luckily, uh, like a couple days in uh, shout outs to Rudy, my, my BJJ instructor, the gym literally on the other side of the highway over there, all electricity. So target was lit up. Target actually got looted and like fucked up That's for like her, a day or two. That. Yeah. And then, cause they had electricity and then, so his gym, which is like right behind that, that had electricity. So we stayed there for like two days.
1: You stayed there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause he had heat. And he was like, "Yo, uh, can like you camped camp- out there? Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, 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 went there with the dogs. Had a couple people. I think a couple people from the gym ended up staying there, like a night or two after us. Like, so it got it got cold in this. It was open. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Here it was. It was. It was intense. That like, makes me sad, man. And the fact that it was just like, I mean, we would have survived, obviously, right? We were just like miserable. We were just like, man, it's fucking cold. Can't do anything. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> All we could really do is like cuddle up on the couch. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like it. Fucking David's in his room under a dozen blankets you know we were just like man it would you know and then he had thrown that up there and we were like yeah hey, we might as well it's literally right across the street and like that's what's crazy is you know people weren't dri- first of all people were starting their cars in their garages they were fucking starting their barbecues in their houses like yeah there should have been like a public announcement from the state of texas like yo here's some things not to do and i've well, been saying that because a lot of common sense shit and then ted cruz yeah. bouncing super fun bro and like a lot of common sense shit went out the window and it's like man as per what the apocalypse fuck? That's yeah how it dude goes. oh man yeah exactly a, a, an example like I hey know. you want to you want a little pre you want a little pregame of what could yeah. potentially happen here you go here's a week have fun yeah and, and so and that's
1: the that's the crazy part is it was one week
0: yeah yeah so ours was extended a little bit so check this out oh, so no. we start turning our shit on yeah you may not know any of this right no we haven't, we haven't me and i've not talked a whole lot yeah and so uh we get like a Stuff starts coming, we get electricity back. And we're like, oh shit, cool. And then we had, like, stuff on drips, so we knew not to, like, fuck with the water much. But stuff was coming back on, we knew things were gonna thaw out, the sinks and stuff are not leaking, so we're like, okay, cool, like, turning the water on slowly, making sure we're not, and we're trying to be cautious, reading all the, hey, if you have frozen pipes, here's what to look out for, and here's what to do. Our water throughout the house is, like, running, you know, our sinks are running, we seem to be good. Um... We are doing something one night and our light fixture and our ceiling has like this little trickle to it. But we had a leak in our sunroof for a while. Oh, shit. And so we didn't know if it was that. And like snow's melting and it's just like coming through a crack or something. At this point, snow outside is actually melting. It's turning back to normal. People are, are able to drive and do shit. And, you know, we're thinking, okay, this is probably just what it is. We're not thinking anything of it. And it was just like a couple drops, you know. A little trickle. I think at
1: one point where I was, it was
0: like two degrees at one point. Oh yeah, yeah negative yeah. one or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah it was, it, it was, There was a negative at one point. Yeah, fuck. Degrees here. Yeah, Brutal. it was crazy, bro. Yeah, uh, and it's so, like I, whatever, whatever. We like kind of address it, kind of acknowledge it, and we're just like, oh, it could be a number of things, right? So the next day, we're like doing laundry, like trying to get shit going, right, and like getting stuff together, and so like we're we're planning, and we're like, okay, here's like a couple things we're gonna do. We're cleaning the house a little bit. And we start laundry, and we were gonna go see if there was any place open to like grab food because we hadn't had food in a couple of days, right? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. We were we're eating box, we're eating out of the cereal box and shit at this point. like, hey, we got to go get food now that places are open. No yeah. places been an open had been open for a couple of days. I think this is Friday and stuff opened up on like that Thursday. Mm-hmm. So it's like the second day of things being open. We were I we were this. gonna go out and adventure, right, and see what was up. And I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go walk the dogs real quick, just like to the park, get them out, get that that shit going, and. I'm out for like five or 10 minutes and I'm walking around the block to come back and I hear Becca going, Brian, babe, just yelling at the top of her lungs. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh so I run from like a block away, running. I see water just shooting out of our fucking roof. And I'm like, what the fuck? I go inside, our ceiling in the kitchen, water just no. gushing out of the ceiling. No. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we don't have a water key. And so I'm like, I go to my neighbor's house. I was like, I need a water key. I've got to shut my water off. Do you know anything? And he's like, our other dude does. Let me go get them. You go back and look for the main, right? And I'm like, okay. So I run over here, find it in the front yard, and I'm digging, dude. And yeah. it's buried. I'm fucking digging. Finally, our neighbor with a water key comes over. It's like 10, 15 minutes. We get the water off our entire ceiling in the kitchen. It's just... I'll show you pictures and shit. Yeah, I can't believe that. It was madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Thank, thankfully for work, they put us up in a hotel. Like we were good for like a week following, and they were even doing that for people in the freeze. They were like, "Hey, if you don't have this or you're super inconvenienced, we have a hotel we're working with. We'll put you up for however long you need." That's to feel a, nice, it, dude. Saving grace, right? Just, the, just the,
1: the, whether you accepted it or not, just mm-hmm. thank you for even asking.
0: The acknowledgement, right? Right. Um, shout out to T-Mobile. Um, so I took them up on that. After that, right? I was like, "Hey, does this count?" And they were like, "Yeah." fucking here's your fucking thing of two weeks whatever you need let yeah. us know if you need the extension we were like okay awesome wow and so we go there and i get covid while we're there, Motherfucker, <laughs> while we're dude. there. so my freeze turned into like a month of a month of just nonsense you know then Becker got covid and then yeah so our our snowpocalypse was like a true you didn't like, do an
1: episode about this beginning
0: oh absolutely did. absolutely did. which one yeah uh like in the beginning of the year yeah they're in there, they're in there. Yeah. what was it called yeah um I mean, there's a couple. There's one called Mesopotamia where I just oh, kinda, that's the one. Like I, I decided to not hear. There's like a well, that just kind of recaps like the year going into like the summer a little bit. Like, oh fuck, hey.
1: okay, that's yeah. the one. I was like, that title's weird. I'm not going to hear that. Dude, I'm going to hear the pro- the procrastination one because I fuck with that.
0: Uh, it might have not been Mesopotamia. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, on there. yeah. Weekend. Dude, my heart dude. goes out to you, man. I'm I'm so sorry. Fuck dude, oh, that. Hey, that dude. sucks, dick. But my point, like, I was 2021, dude. It was, and you know, thankfully I was. I what was a- weird is we
1: hadn't felt this, like. And and look, I'm not gonna go through this laundry list of all the bullshit that happened in 2021. Oh yeah, because there was a but lot. But I will say that, and and after 2020 was over, it was like piss off 2020 collectively from the United States. And then the, the insurrection happened in January, and it was like cool beans. And then the snow apocalypse happened in February, and it's like, well, the nightmare never ends. So you never felt like <laughs> 2021 like be different than 2020 yeah, yeah. for a while there. Like the yeah. first quarter, yeah. you know, not not that this is the same at all. Your nightmare was way worse. But getting fired in March was just like. Cool. The vibes of 2020 are the shadow is still looming, and you know. And I was like, "What am I gonna?"
0: Thanks, the so years did carry into March. I mean, yeah. yeah, I did a little. You know, and that's but an even then, it, way to it's still it. golden
1: handcuffs to me because I'm like, none of my family's died of cancer. Like that's usually my go-to is like, I don't have cancer. I have a to tumor see my in my testicles. My family and my
0: friends more this year than I have over the last like you have two or three years collectively. Yeah, because I went home a couple of times. Oh, but like, you mean like, in California? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, this, I think, you know, uh, how does that feel for your heart? Oh, it was great, dude. Needed it. Necessary. Yeah. Necessary. You know. Yeah. Um. And for like, and this going back to... I'm happy
1: we were able to touch on this because I, I didn't, I wasn't going to, I was going to leave this off the table because I was like, in 2020, before we did our sort of end of the year, um, we had one with Trent mm-hmm. that never aired, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was kind of a shit show. I don't even remember why, but it was just sort of like, I think we just focused on the negative of 2020 and how couldn't you? And maybe we kind of, I look at that as like, and as, as an actor, you got a bad take out. Yeah, you got yeah, the bad yeah, take out. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Next yeah. take, right? Yeah. Um, And then we did ours, and we kind of touched on it. How could you not? Twenty twenty, and I didn't want to do that this year. But to me, it's like that's part of this year, though. What? It's inextricably tied to like the first quarter
0: being fucking nuts. Oh, dude, and I mean, not it was nuts in a way that everybody, I think, had that. You said the U.S. I think it was the world. Everybody had that. Fuck twenty twenty is, except for China because they got a different New Year. (laughs) But they were just like, yo, twenty twenty cannot come to an end like quick enough. Like we just, it was like that collective turning of the page that everybody needed. But then, yeah, dude, you had some crazy shit a weekend. And it was just like, hmm. Maybe the turn of the page isn't a yearly thing. Maybe it's now like a you know i got what i really well, got something into, you
1: said in one of your pods about kind of seasonal right dude
0: i've getting i have getting into changing uh, I fuck, with the i've seasons, been fucking with man. that for
1: a, for a minute Yeah,
0: i don't know what it is dude and i don't know what even to call it i haven't really looked i haven't really looked there's, or searched but i don't know if there's like an actual like yeah that's a legitimate thing going with the seasons is like a way of living life but i feel like wintertime, i want to get fat and like i do want to bulk up you know i've been <laughs> yeah. lifting a shit ton lately i'm like, happy to hear that the fucking beard you look like, good dude. yeah dude i and not being able to work out because his fucking ankle is like super fun terrible right but Going back to the years, yeah man, I does, think a does lot of people fuck with, with uh,
1: like i uh, I don't know what what is it, horoscopes and shit like that? Like yeah, aquarius yeah. and all that? And shit, astrology. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard neil deGrasse Tyson, who's mm-hmm. pretty smart. Yeah. I heard him say that you know, all that's bullshit, right? right. But Like, there is something to, like, a baby, historically speaking, there is something to, like, a baby who's born in the summer versus and and their personality and what comes from, like, being in the summer of that season versus a baby that's born in the winter and what comes from their personality from, like, the first four months of their development, right? I don't want to... So, there is something to, like, wherever you are around the world, where you're born and the seasons that are around that and, like, the first couple of months of your development, how that could impact how summer babies collectively feel a certain way and winter babies and... Uh, spring babies all have certain personality consistencies. He,
0: he, Neil deGrasse Tyson mentioned that, and I'm like, well, there's something to Listen, that. I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna take this episode down that rabbit hole. Okay, but I'm not, I'm not. But what I, I to sum it up, with the way that the universe is, gravity and magnetization and yes. all this shit and energy <laughs> and like the stars and like, bro, what did they? They did this shit back before there was like hard sciences. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. I don't know. How but seasons, seasons. however... Season, no, but uh, the whole circuit... But it's, it all is polarities. Relative. It's all relative because the way the Earth rotates yes. and yeah, dude, the poles, sure. and it's all relative. Sure. And so there's something to it. I don't know what it is. But think about... I don't know what it think is. About our, something to knowing where the fucking stars absolutely. are and how to tell them the shape our and
1: the... Our uh, biology, distance. I think, you know, we should bulk up during the winter, is. right? I don't know what it is. I just think... Th- think about like... I always think about... Because it's always a battle with my genes in a way, like mm-hmm. my mental health. Like, fuck, I have this... Ancestry. One thing that came out this year, I started going to therapy for the first time.
0: Oh, fucking congratulations. Thank you, sir.
1: And it's pretty neat. And I can now afford it. God damn is that gate kept. But um, and it's really this battle of like, man, I'm the first person in my family tree to ever go to therapy. First male. Okay. Probably first person. Yeah. And it's like the generational trauma. Like I, I really think about that. And there's something to it. And especially, you know, I've looked at my Ancestry.com shit and I see it's it's Mexico, like borderland. That's basically where I come from. And then there's European, like colonizer, like Spanish, Portuguese, French shit. And I'm like, you have that in your blood, that's going to do something to you. Mm-hmm. That's going to be passed on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are, if, if a mom is giving birth to a baby, the baby, the fetus in utero, if the mom's going through some trauma, the baby's going to absorb that trauma. That's yeah. that's scientifically proven. So. Why wouldn't it also be scientifically um, accurate that in the seasons that you're going to feel a way?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it could
1: have a a macro impact in your. This is a developing th- thing for. It's me. just a, I'm it's not good, I'm not grow. saying that Aries grow. are this way and yeah. this is the way they are. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Libras. I'm not yeah. saying that, but I, I you know I, I think there are there's 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 a there's a, a uniformity to these things that if we if we pay attention to the macro and to the mosaic. I think we can see some consistencies there that that could be that could be viable.
0: Let it be known that the season changing with the season started here. We if agree. They, there. If anybody on the podcast, if anybody in the podcast world starts talking about it in like a year, yeah. that shit started with me and knives. It started Just on the let Common Chaos it, it podcast. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Yep. Yeah, there's some too. We we can we can elaborate on that, man.
1: Uh, you you. How did you get out of the the first quarter of the year and when you're like. Okay, I'm out of the shit. Did that ever happen?
0: Oh Man, he's interviewing me on my own show. Uh, What's well, 2021? Yeah, 20, yeah, We're going right? to talk about
1: Donda later. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah, we are. You know, like the, the listeners know that. Um, I just, yeah, dude, I, I I paced myself. You know, when I was sick, I was like, okay, how can I make sure that I get better? How was COVID? Corona light is how I described it. Yeah. Uh, You know, had, how was it for had for chills? Becca? She had like a migraine for a day and a half. Threw up because of the migraine, but like that was it. Never ran a fever. I did. I woke up with like chills and sweats.
1: Did you ever get, I'm sorry for asking, you putting it on the spot. Did you ever get uh, vaxxed? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. And, and did you get it? Did you get COVID before you got vaxxed? Yeah. Or, and you still got COVID?
0: No, no, no. I got COVID before I got vaxxed.
1: Oh, that's that's right. Okay. So, so you wouldn't have known how it would have felt if you got it pre-vaxxed. Like maybe it just would have been like nothing at all. Cause it seemed like it didn't kick your ass. Um... I mean There was a while like it let's just say April of twenty twenty where we were like, it's a death sentence, like we don't know so what here, it is. Here, it's the China thing. I mean
0: I wasn't a I I wasn't thinking I was gonna die, right? But yeah. once I was okay, so I'll give you that little brief uh I was waking up at the hotel like two days in a row with like really bad sweats. And like it's hotel temperature shit, right? Mm. And I had ran like my first day that I really got to like my first week during the freeze and all that shit that I really got to like work out was while we were at the hotel it was just like a lot of tr- like moving back and forth but I had a couple of days off in a row so I was like well I'll be able to work out I'll do jiu-jitsu the gyms are open you know I'll get like a workout in and on a Monday I like ran did like a couple mile run downtown because I was down there and woke up the next day in like sweats wasn't feeling the, the worst but I was like sweats and like something like, that's weird maybe it's the temperature not feeling anything kind of Uh, Later in the day, feeling kind of tired. Had that feeling for like two days. Friday morning, I wake up 99 point something degree fever. And I'm like, shit. All right. So I text my work and he's like, yo, yep, stay home. Do your thing. And by this time, I've already had like, oh, no, 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 no. So this is Friday. The Thursday before is the first day we had power back on here because the people were coming to the house and doing shit and cleaning mm-hmm. and stuff and, or not, but repairing all the shit, right? And all they had done is like plug the electricity in and like tarped the hole. So we were coming back into like still kind of a mess, but we were at least be able to come into the house and have like the dogs and shit here. You know, we we had actually had the dogs here for like a day or two with no, nothing, but we were able to, it was days where we were off, so we were able to come home and do shit. But when we were at the hotel, we had them there for a bit, right? And so it's the first day we actually get to come back to the house and... And I'm like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some food that we have. And so I feed the dogs and I'm doing stuff and I decide to make bacon. And so I'm like fucking just in the kitchen, like doing my thing. And it fucking like a sliding door or so, I don't know. I don't know really how to describe it. And I was like, I can't smell the bacon. And I fucking put the pan up under my nose. Nothing. Oh, no. Nothing. It was like someone took it. That's and like, like
1: the most pungent thing. I made bacon this away. morning.
0: Someone. Put it in my nose and dragged it away from me. And, like, the smell went with it. And I was like, that is fucking weird. And I Whoa. went for another whiff, didn't get it. And I was like, oh, no. And I'm like, I told Becca, and she's like, well...
1: For the listeners, like, what Brian's describing visually to me is, like, as if the rug got taken out of scent yes. yeah, uh, yeah, from yeah, underneath Yeah, yeah. It's like, like It it's, got sucked out
0: the window. Think of a cartoon, and the smell trail follows. Yes. Like, it just, it left, and I couldn't smell it again. And so, uh I fucking... I'm like, oh man. So, (laughs) the next day I wake up, 99 some fever. I was like, I'm getting tested. So, like, I tell my work, I'm like, yo, I'm getting tested. Uh, I thought it was allergies. You know, March, sure, right, and like beginning of March, whatever. I'm running. I'm I'm thinking like throughout the week. It's but now I don't have smell, and now I got a 99 degree fever. It's I've got something. I go and I get tested. We're coming home that day, and I remember sitting down and going, if I don't have COVID, I've got something. Something's wrong. Like at this point, I'm like. You know never threw up never broke the, ni- the 100 degree fever 99 degree fever whatever but something's wrong at this point i'm like clammy achy stomach's fucked up i'm on the toilet every couple minutes it's like yeah oh shit it did kick your ass yeah yeah but i'm not you know i just i'm not like wishing i was dead you know but of i'm course. like this sucks dude like yeah. this is covid or it's something like i got the flu i have something yeah sure enough comes back positive i'm like cool Fuck. pedialyte water and i'm just in bed like
1: in bed here or over there? Here, here. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, because we're at home, right? But it's it is like the first couple of days that we're back at the house, and I see. like, so I'm just like blanketed up. She's fucking in the living room for like a day and a half, right? And then I'm like, yo, I'm emerging. <laughs> like, I think I've had this thing already for like a week and a half because I've had from Monday to Friday feeling like shit. I got tested on Saturday, you know, oh. achy or whatever. Saturday was probably the worst day. Saturday, Sunday, and then like just got increasingly better after that just staying hydrated making sure that you know i'm like moving my body i was really tired i took a nap like every day Fuck, like midday i was tired but that was about it and then i think after so i got tested on saturday i did the 10 days where like no i just stayed at home for 10 days no contact kind of thing that's terrible yeah and so like going back i made sure i waited the 10 days from the test and thinking i had it for trying to do that math right and i was yeah, just yeah. like all right well did i mean, you ever,
1: did you take, take a test and then get negative
0: uh no, oh, no okay you're just like it's out yeah that yeah, felt good yeah poop was solid i feel like my body's back to normal like yeah, you know yeah. i can kind of tell right i mean and i was really good on vitamins throughout 2020 i made sure i stayed good on vitamins eating good but you know the freeze i think i got it when we went to um we did go out one night or one day during the freeze when just like gas stations were open yeah. And you had to, like, walk there. And so we, like, we happened to drive because we have four-wheel drive on one of the cars. And we, like, parked and then fucking, like, traversed, you know, to this fucking gas station that was open. And there was, like, 60 people inside. All wearing masks and shit, but it's shoulder to shoulder, right? People are buying hot dogs, chips, like, and we're just grabbing waters, whatever. You know, we are grabbing shit to try to eat or whatever. But we also know we're like, fuck, dude, it's... The freeze. It's the fucking COVID. It's like... Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I got it like there. Because other than that, I hadn't been around people. We were in the freeze, locked up here. Yeah. Or I was at the hotel, but I was at the hotel for two days before showing symptoms. I don't think I got it there, right? If we're doing that, doesn't it take a while to set in? I I think I got it at that little gas station adventure we took.
1: So thank you for setting setting the table there. I'm going to ask, like, how how did the, the transition, if at all, if it happened... From like eating plates and plates and plates of shit, mm-hmm. go to like okay, I've come up for fresh air, so to speak, in twenty twenty for you. Did that ever happen?
0: You mean twenty twenty one?
1: Yeah, was it? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Was yeah. it ever like a smooth gradient, or was it? Did it ever be like okay, we're out of the shit? Did that ever happen? Um, like, did summer get a little?
0: Oh yeah, like comparatively, the early winter or winter early spring was like the toughest. That was nuts, sure. right? Yeah, but I mean, I have a
1: sneaking suspicion that this going into 2022, it's not going to be super fun,
0: bro. I said it. 2020s. Here, here this was my
1: fear, and I, uh, you might want to cut this out.
0: No, never. What? Well, what? are you talking about? Well,
1: we were talking about something off mic. About you gave me something, uh, a phone number or something.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Is it cool? Yeah, of course. Well, we'll go into
1: hyper specifics. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't mind saying because I do live out in public. I live very transparent life. Um, Claire, out of nowhere, my wife was like, "Been really wanting to like, you know, smoke," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't have any connections, man. Like, you know, this isn't the valley." I'll show you
0: something when we're done too.
1: Okay, cool. And um, I was like, "Well, I do know one guy."
0: <laughs> avoided, you who
1: might know someone who knows someone or something and so sure enough you you connected me and um it i had never done i'd never bought like i had never done it that way
0: but real real quick. Since,
1: since then yeah. i've gone to portland and seattle and yeah, like yeah. you just go into a place That's and good. now it's legal here by the way
0: you're uh, familiar with delta eight we can talk about that okay
1: yeah. well uh, what well, kind of blows my mind similar. so very similar I, I take cbd i need cbd you're smoking weed
0: you, you are just, smoking you're weed smoking a Different guy.
1: um but it does get you stoned. Like yeah. I accidentally got like this hybrid thing, and it mm-hmm. got me stoned. Yeah. and I was like paranoid and shit. And I'm like, I don't want to feel this way. I just like CBD. If it's good CBD, like potent shit, feels like you're in a hot tub. You're oh, yeah. like, I'm yep. good, yep. right? And yep. so I like that. So that's just me. It doesn't really work and with it, me.
0: It chills out your like real weed anxiety. If you get anxiety from smoking weed, and you like have I, which a I do. CBD pen, if you hit your CBD pen, it'll melt you up. Well, that's the beautiful thing. That's why if you get like like the I think if i'm not mistaken i'm definitely not like a bot weed botanist or anything uh-huh. but i'm pretty sure that like the delta 8 stuff has more cbd than thc components to it or it has more of that variant which is why it's legal right but that's also like that's why you're not getting the there, stoned high there are you're some getting like the
1: that get you stoned that are just
0: they have like higher levels or have different like variants of thc yes, yes. but what's make it's not like a it's a different stone for sure and if you're like a if you it smoke is a, a lot of weed, you know, like the I differences. Bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do have, like, it's like a CBD stone, which is a very just mellow, you're kind of in like a mellow bubble. And it's kind of like a just a nice, you get the perspective without getting like the, you get the perspective without getting like the, high definition perspective. Does sure. that make sense? It totally does. You don't get the peaks and the fucking anxiety and like the yeah. the real like uh, lethargic, tired. Right. You don't necessarily know if you get munchies. You know, I don't know if it hits these certain like fine points of being stoned, but you're definitely, oh I'm high, man. I'm like in a I'm in a I'm in a different yeah. mental state right now.
1: I totally get you. So this you know, this guy had a menu and I was like, I'll take this, I'll take this, I'll take this, right? And um snowpocalypse happened yeah it did and so it's like, like well we said, have two this, days later we have this stuff <laughs> yeah and so i'm like i ain't gonna let this go oh, to waste right at the end of the world so so claire and i uh and you know smoked out and i had doom apocalyptic like terrible um it did its job
0: huh it did its job it did its if job you, if that's what you bro, mean. i had
1: such a bad trip um that I still have, I still have the product, and I'm like, I'm not gonna finish this. And Claire's mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna finish that. Part of the okay. trips that I had was, um, it was during the- one of the nights where we didn't have power, and um, the neighborhood didn't have power, and so it's kind of pitch black, and it's two degrees, and we're out there, and we're I'm high as a kite, and I can't go to bed, and so it's one of those like I'm hearing my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. and it's, in your ears and I'm and she... hearing
1: my bra- breathing and I'm like I'm gonna stop breathing and die tonight like it was one of those things mm. but I had a thought of uh, here's the thought that I had the scary thought and this is this really and I feel it's so bad like I said golden handcuffs if lis- listening to you talk about your experience because this is literally what I saw online was people's like water exploding in their house and like boy did that made me feel really bad um it made me feel like the one percent because we had just moved into a new house and if we had lived at the old house that we were staying at, we would have been fucked because mm-hmm. that house was cold the house all the time I went, for nothing. Yeah, podcast out, yeah. that house. That house was just cold all the time. So during two degrees, it would have been like in the thirties in there. We would have it would have been terrible. But we just bought a new house, so we had new pipes and all that. And uh, other than just not being able to work and really rationing out our food and everything, but we were also really lucky. Um, I got I got to grocery shop the Friday before the weekend this happened, so we were like stocked up. Yeah, yeah. we were really lucky. Um, but the worst part of, for, for me was a bad trip that I had, where I thought if this thing, for example, went on for eight to twelve weeks, not only would you start watching your friends die on social media, which mm. is like you would have to be the only escape you would have is in this, um, simu- not simulation, but you know essentially. In this world of watching people die on social media, that's fucked up. So there's like fear mongering there. But also I had this thought. So I had my food in a freezer. And I had my freezer in the garage. And it was cold and the ice never melted and it was great. I had steaks in there. We were great. But I thought if someone just opens my garage and steals my food, we're fucked. Just that simple thought, this high thought of someone breaks into my garage because they're hungry. And they steal my food. We're fucked, and so I thought this high thought. I thought, "Well, I need a gun, right?" And I'm like, "If these pe- if the- if people come and there's and they have five guns on me, they're taking my food. They could take my kids, and there's nothing I could do. Like I'm just like we're we're just eight weeks of this kind of solidarity for for it getting Mad, Mad Max.
0: Style. Did you get a gun?
1: Um. Well, so Claire is like terrified of me getting a gun. Because she's terrified that I'll kill myself. Oh God! Yeah, and so
0: is that an actual? That, that, that's a
1: legitimate fear. Yeah, that's a legitimate fear. And sadly, and I hate saying this on the pod because it's not really my thing to say, but oh. uh, but going back to 2021, 20, she had a, a friend of hers who played jiu jitsu, and you might, maybe you may have heard of this actually. He was a purple belt. He Did you pa- just say played jiu jitsu? Uh, I'm sorry, Roll jiu jitsu. I apologize. Played jiu jitsu. Okay. I'm walking myself out. All right. Um, he, he he passed away. He he, he, uh, he took his life, this guy. He was a purple belt. He was an instructor. You may have heard of him. I don't want to say his name. Out here? Yeah, here in, uh, in like June. And um, so my wife. Um, you know, having lost a friend, that's that's hard, man. Like when you lose a friend and when you go to someone who's who's taken their life and you go to their funeral, like it's really hard. And uh so she's like, "Please don't buy a gun." And I'm like, "But I am terrified of the apocalypse,
0: you know?" Dude, that's a trip that I mean, we don't have to go into it, but that's sure. a trip that that's a general concern that you have and, you know, I did buy a gun, but bought it last year. And have since, like... This is not where I saw this episode going. Gone down that rabbit hole. But, I mean, dude, I, I definitely thought that. Like, thought man. that? of Suicidal thoughts? Uh, well, of course. I mean, I think anybody yeah. who's struggled in life has probably yeah. crossed that bridge once I've or twice. I've had suicidal
1: thoughts since 13. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. at this point, it's not like, oh, I... have it'd be such a happier place if I was dead. Now it's more so just like, what's death? Like, and we've talked about that. Like mm-hmm. death is an, an inevitable thing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I did mushrooms for the first time this year. So you get first time for the first time ever. So wow. you getting stoned for the first time. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, well, that wasn't that, me
1: getting stoned for the first time. Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. I, to I, be I, fair. I, oh. I, I did drop acid in 2013.
0: Okay. What is what is your stance? I know I know that you got drug free, right? Mm-hmm. On my knuckles. Yeah, but what is your stance? What's funny
1: there? is so like I come from a line of going back to generational trauma. I come from a line of drug dealers. Like my father was a drug dealer, right. convicted felon, did his time. My grandpa as well, convicted felon, did his time, got caught crossing stuff or, across the border. And who knows what generations beyond them. I, right. If if I knew of my great-greats, I, something tells me they dabbled, right? Um so getting drug free tattooed on my knuckles, growing up in the Valley in South Texas where you know the cartel is like walking distance. Like it was really my act of like punk rock, like fuck you. That makes sense. And then shortly thereafter, people were like, "Well, you know, caffeine is a drug." No, oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, cool.
0: Drug free is such a broad, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm like great. Like so, yep. so great. I'm a hypocrite, right? Um, yeah. But still, what's crazy is like, you know, and I've had this conversation with my son because he'll be like, "I can smell." He's 16. He's like, "I can smell people smoking out there in the street," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, that you know, that's their thing. And the truth is like. It's weird when it's legal in, in half of america yeah you know so i went to portland earlier this year after i got fired on a gig which uh they paid me so well like i was able to coast off of that for like three months it was pretty cool and so i'm there in portland i go to a dispensary and i'm like very ruthlessly honest with this person and i'm like look i don't want to get stoned like i i've been high a few times i have these panic attacks it's not fun Like, what do you recommend? They recommended me something. And I had a great time in this Airbnb for a week. Like just Apocalypse Now style, just me alone. I had a, I mean, I was like, Stella got her groove back.
0: There is something, there is something for those that are, you know, dabbling in the weed universe (laughs) and the legal portions of the country that it is legal in. Mm -hmm. There is something about the Northwest weed. That is just after Portland. a Couple months later, level.
1: me and my guys had a had a boys' night, boys' vacation, oh. whatever the fuck, boys' trip, and it was cool because it was post pandemic and uh, it was two of my friends. Shout out to J.R. Molina who lives in New York, and shout out to Dave who who just moved to uh, the east side of Austin. Uh, we went to Seattle for a week, and that was like a gay old time. I had like the time of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have work to think about. Yep, it was cool. Um, and so there's also dispensaries there in Seattle yeah, there and, and,
0: and it's that's where me and me and Becca lost yeah. our minds and yeah. that was like our first real trip together. so you know what's up in Seattle oh dude she she, she panicked oh man was, in Seattle she, of, she I was good I, oh no we were hor- we were out of our minds dude. oh and it was like our first we had only been together a couple months we'd only been together a couple months and we were out there visiting her sister and we got an Airbnb and of course hit a dispensary and like yeah. it was fine we smoked half of a joint and so it wasn't even an edible no no it was half a joint oh and like on because we were at a at a like an apartment that had like a rooftop little lounge area so we went up there smoked a little bit went back in and started watching some tv and I'm panicking in my head. I'm going, this is bad. I'm I'm not coming back from this. This is bad. But I'm trying not to freak out because it's our like first getaway together, you know, whatever. And so we're just like kind of laying in bed. It did its job. And I'm like rubbing, yep. I'm like rubbing her leg, and we're just kind of like whatever. She gets up and starts pacing, oh. and I was like, Are you okay? And she's like, No, I'm not. And I was like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> was, so like, what? Looking
1: one. back, diagnostics. Like, what did you? What what was it? What was it? What did you do? It was just super high. It was we were just really high. Do you know how many milligrams? Oh, fuck. No, I had some really good. I tell you, so, my friend Dave, he, he's like he, he's got um, milligrams.
0: What are you talking about? I know, <laughs> I, mean. know.
1: Yeah. I, I know. Yeah, uh, one of my friends, he he's like a walking Joey Diaz. No, no, like he creates his own um death stars. Yep, yep. and like he has, I hope he doesn't, man it'd be fine. <laughs> but he has these things called Dave <laughs> specials where it's like he'll create a s'more yep. and then there's like a fried Oreo in there that's mm-hmm. an edible, but like the the white glaze of it is like mushroom, I don't know what, and it's oh, yeah. like. One bite for an average person, they're out. And mm-hmm. him, he's like, I have three of them. Like, it's, he's, a, he's a monster, right?
0: So we, I am a buddy that sells sticks of butter. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, oh no. man, what do I do here? Do I just toast up every morning? <laughs> it's, a,
1: it's a whole new world, man. And um, what's strange is, like, in Texas, you know, I told my son, I'm like, dude, you're going, like, all I can say is just be responsible. Like, yeah, I, sure. I, I honestly feel the same um, concern, the level of concern that I would have if you were to drink six-pack as you would to smoke a joint like to me i'm like which one's gonna feel groovier let's be real yeah, right so yeah. and there's going to be cool people that you're gonna want to vibe with and mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like just be responsible man and be honest yeah. with me is all i can ask for yeah.
0: whereas
1: my mom was like don't do it it's the devil type thing
0: yeah
1: and it's like whatever So so much has changed just in a generation but you know so like to answer your question like it's so nuanced now. Yeah. It's just so nuanced. Like, is it a matter of legality? I mean, I just chugged a fucking big-ass Red Bull that yeah. has three cups of coffee worth of caffeine. I drink coffee every day. I'm, I'm a I'm a hipster yeah. nitro cold brew guy. Yep, let's like, go. Let's you know what it. I mean? Like, I I love caffeine.
0: We're in our 30s. You
1: know, there was this Rogan <laughs> clip. I didn't see the whole thing um, oh, where it's man. like, this guy went like three months off of caffeine and he realized, oh shit, this is the craziest the neurologist. drug. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And so I was like, I couldn't go a month without it. And why would you even want to is the way and, and like a junkie, you know, I'm saying this out loud and I'm like, I'm, I'm a junkie here. But uh, so to answer your question to me, it's more about like there are bad. It's really like if only I had enough fingers to get like anti-drug dealer person on my knuckles is what I would have really got. That's more the intent It's like, fuck my family. Like I changed my name legally and so did Kanye West. I changed my name legally because I didn't want my father's name because I didn't want that lineage. Like I was like, fuck, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not. Drug dealers are lame. Well, when they're related to you. And now, and you know, and there's like that James Franco, Pineapple Express, like Mm -hmm. affable drug dealer trope, which is like, fine. Um, I know this is a general statement, but like I'm talking about like borderland cartel shit, Sicario shit where it's like, that's not cool. It's really not cool. Um, (laughs) So I'm really more anti that um but i don't drink and this goes back to like uh depression and whatever i may have i'm terrified to to know um but it's obvious you know like there might be like a bipolar thing there because i have episodes and now i'm getting this vocabulary to know what's going on with me all that to say that i know drugs and alcohol would exacerbate that Mm. because there isn't there's my family like the males in my bloodline are incredibly unwell and they're all alcoholics you know um Mm. Or they dried up in in prison and they're better now. That's just the truth. But that's what it took. So it's it's uh, it's incredibly nuanced. But I was there's nothing better. I'll say this: if I know where I'm gonna be for the next 24 hours, and if I know I'm in a safe space, and I'm with homies that I love, and I know that I'm gonna be safe, where we're gonna go back and watch movies at the fucking hotel or Airbnb we'll have a or whatever, and I know I'm I know where I'm gonna be, and I can text Claire and say, Hey, I'm gonna go on this cruise, so to speak, and just so you know, I'm good. And it's all love. Then I, I honestly think that's the best situation to like smoke and and go and go and sail away. A
0: little responsibility, God yeah. But it. that's but, all it is. But that that those discipline.
1: opportunities never happen. Like they're so few and far in between for yeah. me. But if it does happen, like I ain't gonna get stoned with my with my kids at the house. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. never gonna happen. Like. Yeah. You know you hear rogan say like it makes him more lovable and he's like i want to hug people and good for you bro you need that right i'm already that's my baseline i'm already that way um i don't need to question my mortality and think about seeing people (laughs) die on social media in front of my eyes and Mm -hmm. think about people ransacking my garage and like taking my meat and it's like i don't have a gun and i can't have a gun because my mental health is all insane you know which is which is valid um i get that I, i i am um there is truth to that man like i have to look into like a some other sort of weapon? Like, who's going to kill themselves with a bow and arrow?
0: I'm um, not sure you could. You could. I don't know if that's possible. No, no, no. I think you could. I mean, if you're taking the arrow and, like, jabbing your jugular, yeah. yeah sure. But you, wow, I didn't even know that. I don't think you're that. bowing arrow arrowing yourself, bro. I don't think there's distance. On I've that. seen too many Marvel
1: movies. I guess you're right. But, um, you know, I, I need to look into other weapons. Um, But I, I just think uh, I'm too. I'm, I'm like. I just came out of a bad episode uh, a couple weeks ago. It was pretty. I don't know what was going on with me um and if i had I another if i had another day or 36 hours in that episode having a gun in my house probably wouldn't have been a good idea i really do think that
0: <clears throat> all right it's when the podcast takes the turn but i'm happy uh, you have one and i think it's like uh, if, if,
1: if you if you can um you know if you're in a good space where you can yield that responsibly then i think that's i'm all about exercising that right i really
0: am um Cool. Back to what we were just talking about. <laughs> yes. Where do you want to go? Um. You know, man. I. I. There's a lot to unpack with with what you just said, and to, I want to do to, right to,
1: by you and make sure that we honor the premise to, of this episode.
0: I know you do. And I that's do. That's why. No. I just like that's you why know. I like and I, I see where we're going, <laughs> and I I want to. This is why I love the common chaos. God damn! There's so many roads to go down, but the biggest one is you're you're a living example in a way of what it takes to not be the shitty shit you're trying to avoid the lineage you're from. Thank you, sir. Right? I agree. And you work hard at that. You know, yeah. you've definitely, uh, if people were just to listen to you on here, they would hear the, the perseverance you've had to, uh, you know, that you've, you, that you've shown the, uh, hard times you've had to endure and the obstacles you've overcome. Right. Sure. um, <clears throat> Where where are the cracks there? What makes you feel vulnerable to like that to so like the great defeat or like you know whatever the where you are just manic and I tried explaining this to, to first one of all of my I'm excited
1: that I'm being asked this because you know people don't really ask this of me but I I want to make sure I understand your question I'm gonna
0: rephrase it because I I just asked my the. There's an episode that's just released and it's with my buddy Khalil and we talked about the same thing, man. There's a certain time for me where I, I definitely was in a dark space and and had these, what am I going to be? What, probably nothing, man, you know? And I, From time to time, they teeter in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm at a point now in my life where I think I have compiled enough like experience and insight to not let that get the better of me. And when I do get tested or I get those thoughts of like, you're failing or you're falling behind or your your relationship's crumbling or something's yeah. fucking going wrong. Yeah. I have at least the ability now to like reel myself in and give myself perspective and like hopefully in my own acknowledge the self-destructive traits. Hopefully I can acknowledge the mishaps that, you know, have taken place that I need to correct or maybe my lack of discipline or accountability, whatever it is. Hopefully I'm in a spot now where I can catch those things quick enough and rely on myself and be resilient i guess i think that's why you work so hard too yeah because i've been at at, at your
1: equilibrium at your consciousness at being able to identify the problem at seeing all the layers i see i see that fight within you too
0: at what point do you think you couldn't win a fight knives I think you could probably face anything that, and so check, and the only reason I say this and I push this on people to like not have that give up spirit is because me and Becca were talking, we've had this conversation a couple times and we got deep. And <laughs> you're, she, you're
1: unpacking something. I feel sh- like Frank Reynolds here. I'm like, you cut me open.
0: Hey, if somebody was to, if someone was to, um, it's a great joke. If somebody was to, uh, she's always been like oh if I have cancer and it's like stage four and like just let me die like I'm probably she just said gonna that take... about herself yeah and I'm just like man you can't do that without exhausting like options for your family you know like if I was sick you know I see that I get that I'm for I've written I've written reports on fucking assisted suicide I'm a proponent for it I believe wow. that it's necessary yeah. as a part of life and that goes into like the mushroom trip and other stuff I can't that can't down to that and like I believe that is our right. That's the ultimate right, man. I don't want to be here no more. I've had enough. Your body, I'm, your choice. I'm done. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get into that argument. I'm done. I'm out of here. Like yeah. I don't. And hey, hopefully, hopefully, you just sit back and and uh, you sit back and you embrace the love that you get from people. Hopefully, you get some uh, your friends, your family, the moments that you are a part of, and that you where you are impactful. And it can flip that switch, and you go, man, man, I, I do need to be here a little bit longer, at least to see how these things work out. Right? I would hope that I would at least stick around for the sake of like my family members and now hey if i'm listen i'm bleeding every day out of my asshole like this isn't fun anymore whatever the case is migraines you you know i know that like the big famous one to for the assisted suicide argument is the girl that had the like so like weird brain cancer and she every day blinding migraines she's like i'm in pain and torture every day it's not fun to live i'm at a point to where it's not i can't think about the memories and embrace those things because it's not working for me life just is i'm at a point where it's not worth it what happened with her she went to moved to seattle she lived in california at the time and i believe moved to seattle to have it done and now california has since gone and, and i believe made it made it legal there to you know certain extents there's varying extents state to state wow. you know you have to be like clinically diagnosed terminally ill and about to die by like a couple doctors in some states in a couple states it's like one doctor yeah. you know it's just varying things but there is a level of having your own right to kind of do that and in cases like that hey i understand man it's but in situations where someone like you, who's very capable of overcoming things and has done so uh, time and time again, since I've known you yeah. for five years, right? However long it's been, yeah, you know, uh, I get the trauma. I get the history yeah. and the past and you're a filmmaker, man. You're you're yeah. an artistic talent. You Your brain works differently than a lot of people. So I also see the, yo, yeah, I could probably end it. You know, I see that. I just wonder why. I'm like, what? Why? What about that why what exactly? Why do you feel that that is a is an option potentially if <sighs> yeah. if the if the concoction or the cocktail of the day wasn't right yeah or if the That's really what wasn't it right is. and granted hey I if you if you've got bipolar disorder or right. depression, whatever you may have, man i I don't know if I do or not, yeah, you know, and so I, I I don't know exactly what I'm speaking to. I definitely have felt depressed, yeah, I have felt things, and so I don't know varying degrees of what I've got or who has what sure but yeah. I'd like to think that I've been in a dark place. Now I feel a little bit more confident when I approach those dark places because of my own ability. I expect other people to feel that way. And you're right. an accomplished person, man. Sure. You have killed it. Yeah, thank
1: you. I agree. I think there are tons <laughs> of successful people who have gone out that way. Oh, of course, of course, know? yeah, yeah. poof, um, this is a lot, Brian. So I'm gonna try my best to say this eloquently. And I can only, let me just say this for the listeners. Um. Thank you so much for asking because this is heavy, not what I expected at all. I think if you were to ask me a week ago, two weeks ago, six weeks ago, I'd probably have a different answer each time. But for right now, um, let me say this. This is my experience. Like, I'm not an ambassador on mental health, and I don't want to carry the weight of like speaking for everybody. I'm not that guy. Like, imagine if I was black and you want me to talk about Black Lives Matter. Like, I'm not an ambassador for right. that. I'm just one person, right? So there's that. Um, I've been able to, I meditate a lot, and that really helps um, unpack all these things. I have the vocabulary and I know why I'm this way. Ultimately, it, he, here's how I would paint this picture for you, man. Um, depression is like a monster. And what's crazy about it is it exists in you. It's like venom. <laughs> you know, like they're one, they're they, them. Mm-hmm. And depression is like that. And it's hard because. I'll say this, and I learned this in 2013 when I dropped acid. I heard the real me, not the ego me. And I'm like, the ego me runs this shit. But the real me is the guy I love, and he's the guy worth living for, and he's a guy worth staying for, and he's a guy, this this pure childish little artistic spirit, like this this little small candlelight that I love, that is me. That's the essence of who knives, what you think knives is. But the ego only wants to be fed and like look at me and depression is a lot like that where it's this dark figure and uh what's dark is that when it wants to kill itself um it's gonna take me the real me out with it and what's hard is uh there are some days where hmm. it's always like in a box it's like buried in the basement of my house in a box it's always there this venom this depression thing um and some like the best days of my life it's there it's not, I'm not going to say it's not there. It is there. It's buried. On the worst days of my life, it's occupying like 70% of me. And it's like, I, I'm not there. Wow. I'm not there anymore. And when and in, and in a state where I'm absent, when I'm AWOL, the real Knives Monroe, this depression thing can win. And it beats a lot of people and it wins. Like, I think, uh, look at these mainstream suicides. Like, let's just mention. Um, for the sake of, like, recency, you know, we all know about their Kirk, Kurt Cobains, but, like, uh, Chester Bennington, right, who I loved when I was growing up. Cried. He, was, he, was, he was, like, an idol.
0: Cried during Chester. I, I cannot God, help...
1: Same, same man. Uh, I remember I was at the gym, and I heard their their uh, Lincoln Park's entire discography, and I'm, like, crying at the gym. And um, I cannot help but think that depression beat him that day. That day. Um, I cannot help that but think that, you know? And so...
0: Whereas if it may have been on another day, he could have won. He could have won.
1: I think he won most days. And then one day, depression won, you know? Um, And it's really hard when you're at that level and you have all the means to kill yourself. Like, dude, I've been filming in helicopters and I've just had this thought, like, I could take off my seatbelt and Mm -hmm. just jump out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this would be the raddest way to go out. I've had thoughts, you know, I've skydived where I'm just like, no one would know. Let Mm. me just fucking not pull the parachute. Now these parachutes pull by themselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well which is good um and i've had ever since i was a kid like it just it made the most sense um now one recent like discovery of for me is i don't think i was born with depression i think uh i was born in an environment that was that made me sick and uh the real knives not the depression knives the real knives are saying this right now and it gets hard and it gets bleak when you're like live for what like this world sucks dick this world is Mm -hmm. bad we're all gonna die like this world sucks um live for what um that that that's a struggle that's a real struggle because that has nothing to do with depression like that's just life life is hard um when you have more means you have more means to like want to kill yourself there's people who take pills people are dying from fentanyl all the time um, there's have you
0: been m- clinically diagnosed with depression. I
1: haven't, but my therapist has been like, Sounds like you have this, you know. Um, she's like, Here's how you get diagnosed. And I'm like, I- I'm terrified of being diagnosed because
0: I understand that it's a spectrum, too, right? I understand, that yeah, like of course, of course, there's bipolar, there's, yep, there's uh, BPD. Characteristic, characteristic differences. And because I've described ways that I felt before to my friends that have been clinically diagnosed, and I never want my
1: mother to be like, Oh, that's why you're that way because you're diagnosed this way. And it's like, I was a child that could have not been diagnosed this way, but you didn't have the tools to help me. And so if I get diagnosed, it's going to take away your accountability for what you did to your child. What's
0: saying that? Who's saying that? The ego knives? I cannot or help the real but think knives? that's reality. That's reality, man. that the real knives or ego knives? That's fucking reality okay so if it's real knives it's just real angry that's, knives that's 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 knives that's, that's,
1: that's a fear that's scarcity and fear-based probably four-year-old
0: knives. knives it's angry
1: absolutely you know it's like five-year-old knives. i'm afraid to get diagnosed because then it, it seems like it was my fault right and that's the narrative that people who wrong me want to believe that it was my fault what if you got diagnosed for the sake of your betterment though Hey, I didn't get di- I didn't get that.
0: diagnosed. I didn't get diagnosed so I can put a blame. It I got comes... diagnosed so I can now take that step to getting better.
1: Brian Kern, it comes down to that. Like Gary Goldman has a great joke stand-up comedian where he's like he's been on all the medications and they've asked him, "Aren't you worried about the the side effects?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What about the side effect of depression which is death?" That's true. He's like, "I'd rather have dry mouth." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd rather my dick not work. What what i'm no longer having a sex drive like i was having the best sex of my life when i was manically depressed like that's the way it feels it's like yeah at the end of the day i'll take i rather wear that because like there's a stigma to it man there really is and i rather wear the stigma and be okay i want to feel okay um i do ultimately and that's something that happened this year where i decided this was like if and and i'm happy to say this on the pod um even though we want to talk about Bo Burnham's inside and stuff like that, but, uh, don't worry. Down. I came locked and loaded don't you for dare, that.
0: Don't you dare avert this conversation <laughs> either, and, sir. And how we, dare can, you. we can
1: actually go there because there's a moment in, in, um, there's a moment in inside where Bo says, if I could just kill myself and be dead for 18 months, I'd do it. Yeah. But once you're gone, you're dead forever. Yeah. And watching that with my wife after like a week after her friend passed away was like, I was leaving my body. I was like, I can't be here for this, but it's real, you know? And then, uh, I got stoned in Seattle. And we, me and my friends watched that movie, and my friend mentioned he's like, if Bo Burnham ever killed himself, he's like, could we ever watch this ever again? And it's like, no, I don't think so. Like that changes that sequence forever, you know. Where there's a moment where he's like projected on himself, where he's talking about suicide, and he's like, don't do it. Um, that's rough, you know. Um, and I and I really I really fuck with that, but um, ultimately it's like I this year I made a. If you go on my TikTok, you, you should see a pinned TikTok. Where I made an oath. I made a like a like a warrior's oath of of choosing to love myself and to and to choosing to live, essentially. Mm-hmm. And what's weird is uh, this all comes together, Brian. Um Norm Macdonald passed this year from <laughs> cancer. He hid it from everybody, his yeah, family and his how friends. Crazy is Nobody that? knew. I reacted to that death in a way I, I never expected, and I realized like I wanna live. I want to live. Isn't I actually want to stick around.
0: I, was, I didn't expect a Norm MacDonald death to get me because yeah. you never. I, I don't think Norm MacDonald is anybody I've ever thought about dying. Yeah. But holy shit, bro. I was like, what the fuck is this? This sucks. And the fact that he did it, what a baller thing, dude. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to go. Well, Chadwick Boseman. Um, who else recently
1: passed from cancer? It was mm-hmm. like, oh, Virgil Abloh. Yeah. It was like, what? You know, these guys are so young. Um, not that it's. It's cancer, you know. Not that it's noble or anything, but
0: in a way, it is though, man. Because it, that's, in a, way that's it a part is. of that's a part of my body, my choice. You are choosing to not. You are right. Everybody thinks that they have to have this public discourse about their ailment, or yeah. you know, or their or their illness or ailment or whatever. But you know, you don't always have to, man. Some people do. A Homegirl that was in Peaky Blinders, the, she died. Yeah, dude, her husband that's on uh, Succession on Succession uh, on Showtime, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, she passed away.
1: I don't know that from cancer. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. should best cancer. It's scary, dude. It is scary, um, dude. But it's... I did draw a line in the sand and choose. I'm glad you and, came to that realization and choose life. And it was really it's it, the 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 impetus of that was Norm dying. I don't I don't know that was why. a great
0: TikTok too. I did. I well, did. thank you. You're the only TikTok I pay attention to, and then Becca just got on, so she'll show me a video every now and yeah, then. Yeah. But you're literally the only one that well, I actively sir. seek out.
1: That makes me feel good. Um, that's really cool of you to say. And, you know, I'm dope, so I get it. Just kidding. That's a factual statement. I did make an oath, and I tried to, that's like my Ten Commandments. Like, I try to go to that, and when I feel down, remember, you made a decision, man. You made a decision to, to choose life. And so um, I went through this crazy episode a uh, couple, like, two weeks ago. It was pretty bad. And, uh, but I never had suicidal thoughts in this one. I was just more like... It was, it was everything, but but um, I didn't have suicidal thoughts, so I'm not gonna say I'm over it. You right. know, uh, that's foolish. But I am. I'm in a great place right now, today, where I do I do want to live. I want to stick around, good. and I'll. You know, we're all gonna die, and I'll die. But I would love to see a grandkid. You know, like I, my kids aren't done yet. Like I'm not done yeah, with them, man. raising them. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the real talk.
0: Well, that's good. I'm glad that you at least have that perspective. You know, I know that, and I know that having depression doesn't. You don't get to decide that you want to feel that way, right? It's again, it's right. the real knives versus ego knives or whatever it is. The yeah. id versus the ego. And- um, Can I tell you about my
1: acid trip and I want to hear about your mushrooms
0: yeah, trip? Go for it, sure. This was so, in 2013, correct? In
1: 2013, I was living with some drug dealers and uh, it was the first time I moved to Austin. And uh they're, they're, they were cool guys, they were just selling weed, like not a big deal. But one of these drug dealers, like his cousin came and uh, and he was like, Yeah, hey, I have acid. And I was like, I've always wanted to take acid, but I hadn't I hadn't done anything. And he's like, okay, man, it was like 10 bucks for a tab. I took it and I stayed up for like 36 hours. And um, Interesting. The, the most, the best thing that I took away from it was I mean, it, thinking back on it, it was pretty nuts. Like, I walked from East Riverside to downtown, which is like a six mile walk, not that far, but at midnight.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and, uh, and I'm like, and there's no cars on the road, and I'm having like this vanilla sky Tom Cruise moment where I'm like, what is even happening? And, um, That's when I heard the real voice and I saw the ego thing and I realized, oh, and it's funny because this is Buddha, but I realized it on my own of like, oh, I'm the cause. My ego is the cause of all my suffering. Mm. Everything that goes through this prism of my ego that we call suffering is just because the ego is like, look at me, feed me. I want this decadence or I want this indulgence or what have you and i realized but that's not me Mm. like deep down inside i'm i'm great i'm pure i'm beautiful i'm here and i was like wow i didn't expect acid to do that nor did i like seek it um but i walked away from it and as captain drug mr drug free i was like i walked away from that like it took me to where i am now weirdly like i i made a decision to to not waste my life in a way like i made a decision to listen to like the child the child my inner child um, and so I walked away with that, and it was always like a, a very illuminating experience for me. And I say that just to set the table for you. Like, what was it like for you? What was the the reason for doing it? What was your environment like? And did you walk away with anything?
0: Um, I've, I mean, I absolutely walked away with something. Um, it was for my bachelor party, and it was something that um, I mean, I've talked about doing. So I had a really bad salvia trip. I think we've slightly discussed this, mm-hmm. but I had a really bad salvia trip when I was like 20 and thought I was dying, that whole shit. And it was just like, yeah, I don't want to touch psychedelics. I'm not going to do that. Not a good time. Stay away from weed for like a real long time after that too. Um, And so but whatever, as I've gotten older, I was just been like, yeah, I feel like I need that. I feel like I do need that break from reality. Just to see what it's like, man. It's a part of life, I think. I think for whatever reason, I feel like that's a it's significant now in 2021 2018 whenever i really started thinking about it whatever it was significant in the spe- sphere of the world ben mm-hmm. and i felt like it was something i needed to experience but I, I was definitely on the path of like i'll let it find me i'm not going to do it on a whim you know unless it's like something i'm comfortable with what have you and so i sit on that for like years right obviously and um I, I did microdose acid on thanksgiving one year and i remember i took like a quarter of a quarter of a tab and that's like considered a microdose the way that my did, was, was it a blip on of, the radar oh a blip on the radar yeah yeah, yeah. but wow. it was um it i remember we went out i took it and then we went out and played like some football and i remember feeling just really like loose you know i'm like feeling good but also we'd only played football for like 45 minutes i don't know if acid I don't know if it's an immediate kick in and it was a micro dose too right so i don't know what kind of effect i was gonna feel yeah but i felt good playing football and then we came in and watched the westminster dog show and i remember being really into the dogs movements like watching their muscles like their fur and i was just like on the couch just kind of really into it. it wasn't like i was high yep. but i felt really like attentive to yeah. that for whatever particular reason interesting yeah, a weird thing to be paying attention to in the dog show, but I just remember, like, oh man, these dogs are like the specimens. That's why they're at the Westminster dog show because they're the fucking best. Look at the stature. Look at the way the posture is. Look at how they're shit. They're fucking groomed. It's fucking phenomenal. And so I just remember, like, being really heightened and, like, in the moment, right? So, and I've done a lot of, like, reading and just, I know that with mushrooms, it's more of like a heightened senses you know you don't get too much of like the psychedelic nature of like or like mm-hmm. the acid i think gives you like a mechanical trip if that makes a sense mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and like kind of rewire some shit where like as a mushrooms is more of like a you're in like a wave kind yeah. of you know you yeah. just kind of go through and that's exactly what it was it was this... was it like
1: optical for you, did you... it did it was, did it, get... it change your the way you saw things it, it did
0: get kind of funky so it wow. was me my buddy andrew my buddy Nixon. My brother-in-law David, and then my buddy Andre. My buddy Andre did not wasn't gonna trip, and then eventually ended up. And so we had gotten some and went on a hike. And on the way to the hike, we didn't took our initial like doses. Right, we weren't weighing them out or anything. We were just kind of nibbling. And David was like, "I would do like a small stem each, and then like nibble, and then it'll like it'll kick." Did you in have an in empty stomach. Yep. Yep. Oh uh, no 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 no. So what we did is. We, uh, I got up and we had, I had to do something, and then we all went and got lunch. We went and got, but we ate like steak salads. We went into like a pizza, like a nice pizza spot out there. Uh, we were in Palm Springs, so we went and got like yeah, breadsticks and like steak salads. So we were like full, but like healthy. And then we went to the store beforehand and got a bunch of fruits and waters, and because we knew we were gonna be tripping, we like prepped, set the stage. Well done. Set and setting, two important things when you're going into a trip, right? <clears throat> and David, pro tripper over here, being our had Trish tripped like a month prior, and is like gonna be fucking our shaman and guide us the way right or so we thought and he's telling us yo i might eat three stems you guys should just eat a couple more and just you're doing it you might as well do it and we were just like "Mm, it's our first time man and we don't want you know we want you to lose control and not be able to control us and like okay we get it so we're like on the hike it's like 45 minutes we start making our way back and uh, we just went to like a little lookout point make our way back and we're starting to feel it i'm like looking at plants and like I can feel the breeze a little bit more intensely walking. I'm feeling my body as I'm walking. My buddy's like looking at shit and like, oh, you see that? I'm like, yeah, I'm seeing some stuff. Like, it's kind of weird. David at this point has now taken, I think like two full stems and we look at him and we're like, we're like walking down a hill and he's just like fucking like body bent backwards. Just feeling it. Wow. Smiling. Like just, he's on it. And we're like, oh man, we're, we each did a stem kind of size similar. Right. Yeah. And then we're also like now at this point on our way back nibbling on little pieces, so we're like, okay, this is kind of where he's like our, our 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 canary. Yeah, he's fucking doing the shit, and we're just kind of following. And once he starts cocking or starts stops cocking, we're just like, oh okay, wow. And so we are at uh uh Becca's mom's house, and the inside of the house is all grayscale, like gray walls. It's like the cement floor, um. You know, there's some greens and, like, olives, but it's all, like, painted gray. But then she has really, like, colorful and artistic shit on the walls. Like, tie-dye shit, sunflowers, like, really vibrant. So beforehand, we're like, oh, this is going to be dope, dude. We're going to be in here, and we're going to be looking at the colors, and it's going to be awesome. So we make our way back to the house, and we get inside. And this is something, dude, that I don't know. What time is it right now? It's, uh, like, four in the afternoon, five in the afternoon. Okay. And, yeah, we wanted to go into, like, the nighttime. Um, And so... (laughs) <laughs> I'm like this is another this is another level thing dude this is where like when when you're when you're tripping you just if you are tripping with other people you get something I don't know what it is hmm. but there's something there we go inside and within 30 seconds I'm like I need to be out of here I cannot be in here I'm like I, but I'm like oh I don't want to start panicking because then they're going to panic and we're going to have a bad okay. so I like casually go hey I think I want to go back outside David is like on the point of blasting off. And he's like, we need to go outside. And I was like, thank you. Like people, and everybody was like, yeah, yeah, let's go outside, let's go outside. They're agreeing with me in a hasty, like, we gotta go. We like, we, they're on my level. And I'm like, what is that dude? I've, I'm feeling something and I expressed it. And I know yeah. that they're feeling that exact same thing. You guys are thing. synchronized. Dude, and what we think it was, is like the house was like all like hollow. And we think we, when we, we were outside. So we started this trip outside walking. Yeah. We went into like an echo chamber. We went into like a house that was real like echoey, no TVs, yeah. quiet, gray. Shit was like pulsating. The walls were like doing this thing. And I was just like, I can't be in here. This is a change of, I went from a fucking real comfortable being outside to a change. They felt it too. Mm. So we go out back and it just took off from there, dude. It was, wow. I went, I, we went outside and I was like, this is where I need to be I need to be out here are you
1: outside like in a neighborhood or you're outside in her backyard at this point and it's comfortable there's space
0: yeah yeah so Yucca Valley we're kind of like house you know it's a it's a development but it's the desert so each house has like a little you know space between them you got yeah. your yard your backyard whatever okay and so she's are got you guys this... like
1: loud loud assholes
0: no 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 we had okay. some beers and was four, four of us okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. and we're just kind of sitting I sit down couldn't get up for like an hour my body's tingly start seeing <laughs> shit at one point I see david and he's out of his mind looking at his hands we lose him he goes inside (laughs) and we don't see david for like he's on his own four hours i find him like four hours later as i'm looking for the cat i'm looking for a cat at one point um and he's just he went down a bad he was he saw a god he saw a bunch of hieroglyphic spinny shit said he blasted off he was throwing up and and he was the one telling us to do a bunch (laughs) wow so he had a bad time flew close to the sun yeah he did yeah he did yeah he did uh nope so uh (laughs) listen here icarus uh fucking overall it was waves of like intense happiness i laughed a lot like i would think about situations that were going on it's the bachelor party there's a couple weird dynamics between a couple of my friends and i just laughed about it i remember um visually i was like sitting with the sun over here so at one point like the right side of my my visuals started melting so i could see everything out of my, like my left eye but then my right side of my visuals started melting i thought that was a trip my oh. buddy was looking directly at the sun which I, tripped me out i was like okay <laughs> the uh the trees have like this really intricate like bark pattern that's kind of like it looks like cracked skin mm-hmm. kind of yeah and that was just like i could see into the cracked into the cracked bark yeah. it was really it was a trip yeah and I wanted to like walk around a lot once I could get motion of my body everything stayed like tinkly, and I'd walk around and when I would walk around it would put me in a zone where I could get into like a wave of emotions for a bit really and I would laugh I'd talk to myself I'd kind of like just walk around the yard and then I'd start talking to a, like one of my buddies and we'd go on like a fucking rabbit hole conversation wow uh, yeah dude it was just a very like constant flow of just f- good feelings yeah I like borderline got overwhelmed with like not being able to control him like I couldn't control if I got a little emotional talking to my friends I just it just came out what did you get emotional about if you don't mind me asking one that. of my friends Andre who ended up he ended up eating some and going on a little trip he got very real with me and personal with me and told me some feelings about me and him and our friendship and I was like blown away wasn't expecting that you know bachelor party you know a, a, a groomsman to, his, to, the, to the groom you know
1: mm-hmm. um, uh, <clears throat> were you able to receive that
0: Oh yeah, of course, man. Cried, you know, told him I loved him, gave him what I, how I feel, you know, a real vulnerable. Me and him aren't always the most vulnerable together, you know? Uh, And then to the contrary, me and my buddy, Andrew, who I've just connected with more than probably anybody over the last couple of years, you know, especially through COVID me and him getting real vulnerable, man, talking about his life. He's got his struggles and my, uh. My intention throughout last year was really wanting to connect with my friends and my family because it was going to be the wedding right and i wanted to spend time with everybody i wanted to make sure that that was not just a part of my life because of the wedding but i was going to be intentional and make that a part of my life because it's my friends and my family and i do stay closely connected with people but i could definitely make a more intentional effort you know Mm. and it was just i felt like i was able to express that with everybody during that trip but also the trip for the bachelor party cuz yeah. i got all my friends together and we got drunk that weekend and talked about it and ate, a couple of my buddies ate shrooms a day or two after or whatever and you know i got to have this experience that i felt other people were on the level too it hands down one of the most like pivotal experiences in my life up there with the bad Soviet trip like i have like if i could pick a top 10 they're both in there with like life changing i look i look on the mushroom trip as being i got this overwhelming sense of like when i would get in these laughing fits it was just like it, this is life dude it's like it the little petty arguments the stupid situations the shit that we go through that's just life there's no once you realize there's no real control mm-hmm. it's just a lot easier and that's what made me made me laugh about it i was like fuck it's so funny that we don't even have control we think we're in control we think we have the ability to like navigate this to our fucking creation and we don't man we have very little the things we do have control over our attitudes our characteristics our, or maybe not our characteristics but our behaviors are are the way we perceive the world our attitudes towards things our relationships that we have with people we can control those things on the macro or on the micro scale in terms of like how we respond and how we give out the energy right mm-hmm. we're only we're 50 part of 50 percent of that equation when it's you and me who knows what other dynamic and how much energy you got to give and all that shit but we're only control in control of the aspects that involve us directly. Like I can I'm only in control of how I react to you and what I give you, not what got you pissed off before you showed up here. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then I think we don't see that. I think when we when maybe someone's mad at us or comes at us a certain way, we take that shit personally. Yeah, you know, and like this whole time, I'm just like, thinking to myself this is stupid Do we don't have we can't dictate any of this any of this all we can do is like through expression of love and communication like hope to figure that shit out man if you and me are fucking at each other's throats for some reason or we've got weird animosity and I felt that a lot during the wedding planning process which isn't normal right but yeah. you know that's just cause I chose all my fucking friends and they're it's a, from a friend group specifically that kind of hung out a lot and like you know I had a, a I missed some signals there you know, and then as I'm realizing that through the planning process and two of them aren't talking, a couple other ones are kind of at each other a little bit for whatever reason. And I'm just like, man, I got to now, like, I got to shift that energy you know Mm -hmm. to love and to and that was kind of my intentions right getting personal with people getting vulnerable with them opening them up a little bit and everybody was receptive probably because of the mushrooms or what have you or because it's a wedding my wedding and we're planning for it and like they feel like they have to be But, but but also as adults we never really get these moments anymore we don't man and that's and i wanted people to like Hey man, whatever everybody's got going on, I just I need everybody to show up good. I need everybody to show up in happy because that's what I'm working on. I'm working up on showing up on that day being the best that I can possibly be. You know, we we hear this from from the fucking podcasts and shit that we listen to. Fight like, you know, people show up optimally. Elon Musk and we like to talk about him a lot. Kanye, they show up optimally in their heads, whatever optimally to them is because we we're not judges of that. Only they are right, Mm -hmm. but they show up on their fucking vibe a hundred percent every day so they can do their shit right like we hope is the common people to be able to do that we hope is like the average person to be able to be on top of our shit and we're not nobody you know like i i don't think everybody is a hundred percent every day you know i definitely am not but if there's like a focused energy towards giving your best every day you're gonna be better than if you just approach the day with like a mediocre attitude. Does that make sense? A hundred
1: percent. You said something that I that I want to ask you about control. Um, one struggle that I have as an adult, and I've always had the struggle ever since I was a child, because I always wanted it to be a different way. I didn't like. I knew that. I knew that I don't. I don't like my life. Like it could be better. Um, I could have this. I could have that. Or. If my mom saw something this way, it could be this way um, instead, something like that, right? I struggle with in the present moment how it is and how versus how I want it to be or how I wish it was, how it could be "quote unquote" better, which is so subjective. Um, about your relationship with control and relinquishing control, or or what have you, making the vibe like a beautiful vibe. Do how do you how do you go about this conflict of you know, one thing, and I feel like the Elons and the Yays look at it this way. Like, it's what it is. Um, how do you accept this is it? This is what it is and this is enough versus, yeah, but it could be better. I could be, you know, my dick could be bigger. My muscles <laughs> could be bigger. Like, I could be stoner. Um, yeah, right, right. This, you know, I could have, my house could be bigger. Like, whatever that is, um, you know,
0: how, how do you... Because at determine. the end of the day, this
1: is enough, right? Right, right. Like
0: right. what it, what, what? I'm breathing. My dick works. I'm hanging out the friend. We're, like it's unfortunate. A, so, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. In 2021, it's fucking great. Yeah. Like how dare we want more? In right. A way? But is that part of, Is that part of that's the complex?
1: Is that part of the elite sort of like they want us to be anesthetized and also be like, yeah, that's enough, bitches. I struck <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Like how do we accept ex- or how do you? Except because I'm, you know, I don't have the answers because I struggle with. This is good, but I, I, I want it to be like this. Mm. I'm not there enough, you know. I said this on a podcast before. Here, um, I want to be Super Saiyan, right? right. You know, um, and it's like, well, maybe I'm okay not Super Saiyan, not to settle for mediocrity, but like, I'm enough. Goku, I am. A,
0: Goku was dope level one or whatever. I think he was, think he was. You
1: know? but you know, um, how do you? what's your relationship I don't, with, with that
0: i don't know if i necessarily have an answer but i can kind of give you like my feelings to that approach um you know like we discussed i've been in some places where i felt shitty you know i've been in some helpless situations i've definitely felt helpless before and um i think that there came a point where there was a lot of why nots and how comes and why is my life this way and yada yada and that's just like well you know what if yeah, I, I don't know I, I never know if that voice is helpful or not what if i just right exactly right yeah. that, that's the weird ego thing that's yeah. you know um but i've also dude i tied a lot to like accomplishments and i wrote that in a blog recently i tied a lot to like you know i have to go back to moments where i felt like i accomplished something or i was proud of something right or i felt
1: the accomplishments it's it's supposed to be cuz sometimes we 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 get high off of these accomplishment, accomplishments or chasing these accomplishments that that are for other people, like the optics. Let me but then. There's this. accomplishments that are for us, right? right. Let me re- and, and that's like a really worthy goal when it's like for us.
0: That's what we hard. have
1: to live with ourselves. The complex it that to we needs to be better from. for our, for us, not for like
0: the gram, right? Let me get it. Let me get okay. it. Okay. The complex that we suffer from is wanting that selfishness. The it can be better. It can be grander. It can be that I believe comes from what we absorb throughout our entire lives right mm. yes we absorb it a lot on like social media nowadays and the mm. people we listen to and like it's delusions of grandeur like yep. all these people have these great things and are we ever going to have that sure we are yeah there's almost there's almost a uh, it's like a dichotomy because i keep telling myself or this is a, a, a what i've told myself in the past but it'll come i'll get to the million downloads or the whatever or the this or the that it'll come but i'm now realizing as a 34 year old adult that oh it's not going to come unless i'm doing work it's you know in, in, our, in our 20s it's i feel magic like, yeah in our 20s and when we're growing up and going through life as we're kids it, things just happen we're gonna become adults we're gonna get jobs we're gonna go to school we're gonna do this mm-hmm. it just happens because that's the trajectory of life mm-hmm. but then when you have control yeah what happens oh you sit on your ass all day and you play video games yeah. i did for a fucking long time and i was fucking fat and out of shape i hated it like i just did not like my life right not that that's the ideal life for everybody but i just i could tell i wasn't happy and i started looking at different things in my life and you know, I was in a relationship I wasn't happy with. I was, I was behaviors and shit that I would do that I wasn't happy with. All I really was focused on was like working a lot, making money, and like doing fun shit. But I wanted more. I wanted to f- have more and feel more accomplished. And, Why? Because and, and, I wasn't happy. Yeah. You know, and so I and, to be and happy. outside of outside the of the result,
1: what, the outcome was happiness.
0: Yeah. The opposite of not being happy is being happy. What yeah, can yeah, I yeah. do to be happy? Yeah. That's where it comes in on finding that. What about? the particular person is what motivates them and drives them. And that's what I've been struggling with lately, man, because, and I did this. What uh, has it been in the past? The thing that drives you. So that's what currently I'm trying to get into is I'm trying to find out I'm trying to resonate with things in my past, the accomplishments, the feelings of uh, being on a roll, you know, accomplish, I'm about to graduate coming up. So I'm looking at that, like, thank you. You know, and like, that's a big deal. Hey, I'm about to graduate. When was the last time I graduated? Fucking high school. Well, what was I think, you know, what was that like? I was like, oh, the whole world's my oyster. Like, yeah, I'm probably gonna be getting a new job here. I'm probably gonna be uh, using a lot of the skills that I learned. I've just had like four or five marketing classes and advertising classes that are gonna transition into what I'm gonna be trying to do. And like, now I'm feeling yeah, like great. I have a new toolbox. I get to. Play Play with, and so I'm I'm slowly connecting that to old feelings I have. Being creative, I'm you know I'm trying my best with this and summon this voice up. But you know it comes down to that. It comes out into finding your voice. It comes down to finding what you want out of life. We are constantly being bombarded, and I characterize them as influences and distractions. We're constantly absorbing both of those, and that's all chaos, right? The order is how we can organize that to how it affects our lives and impacts us and what we want out of life. Now, how do we figure that out? We got to battle the depression. We got to battle the fucking shitty relationships, the shitty attitudes people are giving us. We got to battle all of these things. And each of those deplete our life bar, man. Each of those things, right? But if we go out there and we're like, yo, I'm going to eat that mushroom and I'm going to have 100% when I wake up on Tuesday morning. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up at 100% and I'm going to fucking work my hardest to not get below 90. Like, Mm -hmm. if we just approach it with... I approach it with that attitude where I feel like I have to give, wake up and like give my best. And I'm not my best unless I can be in the right zone, meditate, work out. Well, that, that to me is much. kind of like
1: peace on what you said on a, on a podcast. was Peace of mind. We can't live in peace 100% of the time all the time, right? right? It's not peace all the time. It's not realistic. So to me, it's like giving it 100% every day i don't i don't know if i don't know if that's sustainable either i, I don't know if it is i mean i
0: i Every think day. it's i don't think it's sustainable but the idea of it right in the sales world oh we got to hit 100 but in reality you want to hit fucking 120 you want to hit 130 you want right. to exceed these goals right sure but the bare minimum is 100 percent. like we can't not be 100 percent. not everybody finishes 100 there's going to be the months where you finish 89 man okay you got to yep. go back to that drawing board sorry like just go mm-hmm. back next month get it you know yeah. whatever it is but the idea the attitude we're going to have towards it is Mm -hmm. we're going to get 100%, minimum. Minimum, we're getting 100%. Minimum, I'm going to wake up. I said this, I think, last year, and it stuck with me too, but I'm going to go to bed feeling like I did my checklist for the day. I knocked my tasks off, feeling accomplished, feeling like I gave today something, gave today me, my work ethic, my attitude, my charisma, whatever it was. I gave today a little bit of me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bed feeling good, and I'm going to wake up and make sure I try to repeat that. Even if I yeah. hit a hurdle or a fucking obstacle or got bad news. Do you have a good routine
1: in your weeks, your months? Like the routine of like where you need to be, when you're accountable for whatever you need to be accountable. You know, you have to show I up do on cla- tabs Yeah, I write so out tasks. you have a good routine? I try to. Is that a consistent like I know where I'm going to be next Thursday? It's-
0: Discipline's a difficult, a difficult thing to keep on, you know, but I try. I, I try to have a... I try to write out my weeks. I try to journal. I try to plan. I try to organize myself in that way, yeah. um, and it helps, right? And that's one of these things. Like I'm learning more about myself. I feel like even though in 2021 getting COVID, having the freeze, dude, I also got married. I also yeah. completed a lot of fucking college courses. I almost, I also have like transitioned job roles from a couple of different stores. Like I've had some other points in this year that have been fucking awesome. I've had yeah. a, f- sucking, f- some great trips going home fucking bonded with my friends and my family. Saw more of my family this year than I have in the last 5 years. Like there's definitely more highs I'm taking away than lows. And I can contribute that to just my attitude which I people think you knock approach, on me all the you time. You approach
1: those lows with some with some grace. Oh, you have to, dude. And some good it. credit. So dude, you is, had withdrawals to make that it's were The price
0: of admission. The yeah. price of admission is you're going to fucking stub your toe. You're going to fuck your ankle up, dude. Like this sucks. This sucks. This is fucking and like but dude I wasn't mad me and the dude me and everybody that was at the class fucking had a beer 10-15 minutes afterwards I was icing my shit up and I was like yeah dude and like I look back on it and I literally wasn't gonna roll this dude was like I was asking people if they wanted to roll again and I got a couple no's so I was gonna put my shit away and this dude was like yo you wanna roll and I was like yeah sure I wanted it yeah why not boom fuck my ankle up you know, and I look at that, man. Am I sitting here going, I shouldn't have rolled with that guy? Am I sitting, no, man. I'm making sure that I ice my ankle every day, every morning when I wake up. I'm making sure that I'm soaking it every night. I'm making sure that I'm bracing it up every day because I know that that's going to help me in recovery because my, my ankle's already injured. I can't go back and not fucking injure it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I can't go back and fucking make yesterday better, yep. but I can definitely make sure that that shitty feeling I had yesterday doesn't come up today because I hate that shit. I hate the months of being in bed feeling like shit. Yeah. I hate the fucking day after day after day of the thought of the shitty thoughts. I'm fucking stupid, I'm a failure, I'm this. Whatever shitty thoughts you have or whatever's yeah. keeping you in bed, that I've been there and I don't like that. Yeah. You know, I like being able to fucking smile when I talk to people instead of feeling like I'm ugly or f- whatever it is. Whatever weird fucking shit I've had in my past. I don't like those feelings. I don't want them anymore.
1: You, you know one thing that I struggle with is like being this age at this time in that in human history on our planet's history, pre- presuming that We have no conspiracy theories. We've been here before, and then, you know, whatever. Um, Like, there's not a man in my family that looks at, you know, I'm not married with Claire classically, the way that you and Becca tied the knot, and we're hoping to get married next year. Nothing's going to change, you know. Um, I still see us as a unit. We're a team. And I struggle with these new age 21st century problems if you will if you would that no man in my family tree or lineage or in my genome ever experienced for example like i live with claire we see each other every day we i have to fight to like hold on to my individual identity sometimes because we could become one and sometimes i'm like going through a, a, a a depressive episode and i'm like well it's because i'm on claire's clock And she's doing what she needs to do as an introvert to charge, and that does—that's not good for me. I need to be this extrovert that I am and like charge my way, and that might alienate her. Not that we're like this codependent thing; we're not that way. But like, I have to break this cycle. And I'm like, there's not a man in my family tree that's ever done that because they men and women never really have like lived with each other in that way. It's always been like, I'll see you in twelve hours. I'll come back. I'll eat. I'll shower. I'll shit, and then I'm going to sleep. And I'm gonna, you know, that's usually been the the generational thing. Um, Also, so like uh, in my relationship and in my, with my kids, there's never been a father, I don't think, that has been there like that for them. So I don't have tools and information to like go off of. And also there's never been a a man who, uh, in my life, who's been like a creative, who's been able to, as the world changed around them, has been able to adapt and pivot to like new technology and new what have yous. Um, I've never been able, I I don't, it feels like isolating. Like I don't have other people to sort of bounce these things off of, um, you know, In two thousand four I was like, Oh shit, I'm a filmmaker, and then film was like the only game in town, and then like television really came up, and then like now these these Netflix things and these OTT platforms, great, cool, more opportunity. Now LA and New York aren't the only games in town. Now there's people who are TikTok and YouTube famous, and it's like there's so many ways to do it. There is no one way. I'm like, How what? I don't even like how did this happen? It just changed. You spent fifteen years trying to learn the way. The way now there's five different ways. I think about this. One of my friends, she's a she's in a power metal band. She's the vocalist of a power metal band. Same of the band. Oh Doom Desire and oh, Doom uh, Desire which is named off of a Pokemon move respect Jirachi anyways um and I'm like you grew up with Power Metal you love Power Metal you, you look today it's not like as big as it was in the 80s and so isn't that doesn't that suck like you you dedicated 20 years to this thing and like it's the the supply and demand ratio is no longer there like I'm I'm afraid of that and as a filmmaker, I've been able to adapt to things. I shoot vertical videos now, and it's like you make stuff for the Dude, you're
0: on TikTok. You're a TikTok tic- artist. I am like, a
1: TikTok artist. And, you are on TikTok and killing it. And that's weird, you, you know? know, like because I grew up as – I didn't even want to really go all in on YouTube. I was terrified of going all in on YouTube in 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10. Now I see it as a gold rush, and I don't want to like let that pass me by because there are people who made – Genuine. I mean, look at Logan Paul. Not that you know, but but he was on Vine and he pivoted yeah. and you know they're they're doing, he adapted, he adapted. Yeah. So it's like cool. I don't want to talk a big game and not back it up, but like there, I don't like it. The world is chaos, like and it's new equilibrium chaos in a way that we've never. There's who, what, like. But I the, feel so
0: alone and the isolated. order is how we okay. Well, like you said, but it's when like, like you're making on your up acid new trip, rules. You had to filter. Yeah, dude, but what did we do on the school, on the play yard, and, in the, on the I playground? the of school? that doesn't
1: really apply. So hey, much I want to anymore. play
0: Foursquare. Cool. What kind of Foursquare are we playing? We're playing by your dumbass rules where you can't double tappy. You playing on fucking handball where you can't waterfall that shit? Like, what are we doing? I don't want to play these rules. Cool. I'm going to go play another game. Now, obviously, we don't have the freedoms to that sense, right? But I mean, we do have the freedom of how we pick up the new traits like how did you learn to do TikTok you fucking watched it. like you have the capability of learning how to use TikTok well, luckily, and like have
1: the language of that you know comes you from also the, have the developed language how of how to
0: communicate through film and you also have right. these other traits that you can apply to the way TikTok the, or whatever. the vocabulary
1: presented. there are like uh, you know you're fluent in a filmmaking language so you can apply that in TikTok right yeah. don't get me wrong it's, that's, that's also limiting but though. at this
0: point you're fluent in content creating content creating over the next 10 years is still going to be content creating so I there might to... be different mediums but you're still creating content
1: but like so here's the thing i didn't expect in 2004 and not that i was entitled for it to stay a certain way but like the death of cinema happened which is like um mortifying and then i had to like grieve that and i went through the whole grieving process acceptance bargaining with god all that and then had to accept that we're in this like in casey Neistat helped because here's this traditional filmmaker who like is content creator guy as did well. you get his program I'm going to, yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm just waiting to get paid. Um, it's 250 bucks, it's nothing. That's yeah. fucking, that's <laughs> dropping, the, I'm getting it. Um, it expires like on the 27th of this month, so I am gonna get it. Um, but like, so you said like, oh, you adapted and like you're a content creator guy. Yeah, but in 2015, I almost quit because I was like, I don't like where this is going and I had to fall in love with this new mm-hmm. thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So like, respark that inspiration yeah, but it was it was respark
1: a whole new um medium like a whole new vocation a whole new thing. It, this is a whole new thing, man. And like these these 18-year-olds it's so natural to them cuz they didn't have to go through the death of cinema and all this this longer journey that I had, which is fine cuz it's harder for 40 and 50-year-olds
0: right
1: who who want to make it happen now. And I'm like, dude, you're living in the 90s, man. Like yeah. that dream died in 95 and you're in denial about that. And so I've been able to like grieve it and go through the process a little faster but i show up today and man when i started my podcast in 2016 like people in my neighborhood not my neighborhood my community down there in the valley were like what's a podcast they didn't know what it was they thought it was dumb first podcast i ever recorded was in 2012 that's still pretty early you know there are still people who don't get it so it's a struggle of like how do you how do you exist in a world that is like fucking changing all the time it's too fast it's too fast like uh, there's the, that adds to the
0: helplessness. People think it's moving it too fast and they can't catch it And that's the which thing, which for so, a lot of people is the case, but for a lot of people too. Like, hey, you'd be surprised. I think it, just turning the effort up a little bit, maybe or the discipline up, whatever dial yeah. you need to turn up a little bit, you'd be surprised. I think if you did that in like a consistent manner, and that comes from, yeah, you know, not getting what we want, man. That comes from not, you know, you looked at 2004, the death of cinema, whatever the event is, yeah. as like the potential end of a future for you. Yes, but dream
1: you, the the death of a dream.
0: You. But Niles Monroe is not going to let a dream die. Nice Monroe is his entire character's dreams because he's fucking born and bred on film.
1: Like so for you, like when you were sixteen, you had like maybe a dream, a goal, what you wanted to be, a silhouette for what you saw yourself in the future.
0: I didn't have and then much that direction probably, as a kid, man. No, I, never honestly, really.
1: Like, what about like okay, 27? I wanted to be a fucking
0: musician for a long time. Like, I grew up loving sports. Grew up and played baseball until I was like thirteen or fourteen. So after till, like while, high school,
1: after a while, you're chasing a phantom dream. Like it's no longer there, and then you you pivot into something else and you're like, I'm going to start doing this now. You know, you went to college. See, and I
0: don't, I don't, that's it, what I like think. It,
1: like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. a constant pivot, like changing while still maintaining no, it, disciplines consistently, you know.
0: No, 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 I had no discipline for much of my life, man. I don't even know if I have discipline now. Now I have like a, what I think is like a crude, a crude, uh, a crude uh, like carbon copy of what discipline is, right? I think your I,
1: EQ is very sharp and sharper than your average person's. Oh uh, and I would say it's like in the like in the three percent like uh, in this country, anyways. Of like, um, and I think that 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 has got you. You're obviously smart and talented, but like that will get you and has got you through all the doors you need to go to.
0: So check this out. That's funny you say doors because I feel like, <clears throat> man, I don't really want to get into. I, I can't get into detail on this for just because it wouldn't make sense. But there was an event recently where I felt like I was like finally getting into a room and I fucking and this happened at the bachelor party actually mm-hmm. I was explaining this to my buddy Andre who I cried with I was like man I'm getting into this room and I have the opportunity to bring a lot of people with me mm-hmm. and that's all I want dude I just want fucking to bring people with me because that. once I fucking get that boat where I can get all my people on board and they can start getting their boats and whatever dude that's the that's, that's when shit is real that's when potential can really be met man just I know wait. how this
1: I've, I've, I've wrestled with this just once I, I get that, this way. let me
0: get that $1,000 so I can make that fucking $10,000 so yeah. I can yeah, yeah. make that hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let me get that thousand. Let me get that fucking one thing and I promise it'll happen. I just need to get it. So you I got just, into this room. I don't know if I'm in the room yet. I don't know. Well, I mean, at, at the, the trip, yeah, the yeah. way you felt. And so I expressed that to my friend yeah. in our weird trip that we were in. Yeah. And he fucking looks at me, bro, and goes, dude, that's noble. But you know what? Not everybody's going to make it in the room. It's true. And I was like, "Fuck!" But it hit like you know a know shit true. ton of bricks. Bro. Also, not everybody wants oh, to be dude. in
1: there, or, in, in the in your subscription service room. Yes, not everybody or, wants to or, sign up for that.
0: Or, what, or like. <sighs> Is it? It's it, maybe they're not ready for the room. Maybe they're they don't get into the room for another fucking. However, long. they luck. could
1: look at it like the audacity for you to say that I'm not ready. In they the, could look at it that way, right? A room? How you're dare you're going it? in a
0: room? You don't want to hang out here with us, right? right. Why are you going in a room, yes. bro? What yeah. you know? And it's just like, uh, but then, the, but hey, dude, I'm just in this room for a day. Like I'm just hanging out here for a day. Yeah. But the the point that I can get you in here for a day and we can just hang out, dude, and have fun, like this mushroom chip. The point that I can get all of us to do this mushrooms, we all had a great fucking time you know, and that's how I'm thinking about it during the trip. Right. And that's, but now reflecting on it, what it is, it's about if I can just get people to feel that, if I can get people to feel that like hint of inspiration that they need, I wish I could channel whatever I had in my early twenties that gave me that carefree attitude. But now I realize it's a different type of attitude. It's not carefree because carefree attitude got me what I got. I did have a carefree attitude. I lived in a house with a fucking band and like, but then when the band was over and I'm 23 and fucking, you know, Mm -hmm. working a sales job and still like, just trying to find my way, and I didn't really plan for anything or have any yeah. foresight of like, okay, well, that's what carefree got me. Now I want to be able to like take risks. Now mm-hmm. I want to feel confident in being able to live carefree. Mm-hmm. Now I want to feel confident in being able to like to it's more like worry free. There you go, yeah. worry free or yeah. or feel secure and confident in taking the risks or in taking those leaps. Like, yeah, dude, maybe I do just want to fucking up and quit my job for a year mm-hmm. and not work, but. Like that sounds like a fucking great idea. Do I want that cool? What do I need to get that? It's gonna take a lot of work you know, and then that's another thing. Like, I feel like people don't even really know what they want out of life, man, because mm-hmm. they had a kid too young or they took this weird curveball, this weird life path. Yeah. Well, and it all is a some... privilege
1: to even be in this equilibrium to say, I want something out of life.
0: I had a buddy in my work tell me, dude, it's it's a privilege to be alive because it's like a one in five trillion chance because of the, yeah. cur- the semen and shit. Like, like, that's a weird perspective to have. But dude, people live by that. People yeah. wake up and go, I'm lucky to even fucking be here. I'm lucky Some to days even... I feel that way. I'm lucky to even be able to breathe. Fuck whatever, dude. Being I'm lucky an American. to walk. Yeah. Where I was born, like fuck, dude. I that's wish true. that, and maybe we take it for granted. And maybe. Thanksgiving,
1: when it came to my turn of what I was thankful for, I said, "I'm thankful to have." I'm thankful for me and my family's skin. Yeah. Imagine if we're all, all skinless. That's ghouls. racist as fuck.
0: No, kidding. no, no, not
1: the pigmentation. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I met no one took it that way, thank God. No. But I meant like the fact that we are all that we all have skin, that yeah. we're not like just meat bags, yeah, like gee. dying. Like we're all yeah.
0: Or the fact that we're it's all not, here and we're all okay. twenty. I'm
1: thankful for being white.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, and thank shit. God my family's white.
0: Oh man, I mean,
1: Demarcus, you're next. Just,
0: it's 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 any. But hey, that's funny that you say that because that's what people. You know, if you listen to this podcast right now, I really hope you take away the fucking trials and tribulations of Knives Monroe and Brian Kern and not the fact that he made a joke, you know, and not the fact that, right, but there are going to be the people that sit there and feel like that wasn't funny and they're going to vibe off of that energy for whatever fucking weird reason, man. And it's like, hey, dude, you know, where's your perspective of like, and maybe I can accomplish, you know, like, fuck, dude. And I've disconnected from a lot of like podcast, dude, I don't. I, I'm i going down this weird rabbit hole in my life right now where, like, that's okay, that that's distraction good. and influence thing and what I'm absorbing, I can tell has an effect on how I exude energy. I can tell. And now I'm trying to just be deliberate and, like, all right, how am I going about this? And, like, I'm cutting out a lot of noise. That's a great that's idea. It's a weird way to, to like, describe that. Oh,
1: no, that's a great idea.
0: Dude, I have to ask you, and we may not even get into, like, the cool shit, but tell me about losing the job, man. Tell me about what you did. Because, listen, that is, to me, knives you've always fucking gone to your own drum dude and not only did you lose your job and i want you to talk about it how you talked about it before we got on the podcast yeah not only did you lose your job but you've essentially since created your own position in two yeah. different jobs yeah bro that's a flex and how'd you do it i suppose it is um yeah, especially, is. Yeah, especially is, because bro.
1: like seven years ago i was at burger king you know I was... and you're
0: still able to fucking do your thing create your content and live your
1: life i try i try so i'll try to get into this uh i just feel like this would be the most boring part of the Podcast. You're more than welcome to skip like that. The, the most
0: inspirational, <laughs> maybe. Um,
1: well, l- let me say this. So, you think I'm cool, but you've only seen like the last five years. Um, I've been editing videos for 17 years. So, I've been a filmmaker for 17 years. The first 12 were not sexy and not cool. Um, did free work for 12 years. And then I had the opportunity to meet Dakota Meyer, and then I was put on. I went from amateur to pro. And I essentially was being paid to be Knives Monroe. This is what he needed. I told him what he needed. You need a podcast. You need videos. You need daily Instagram content. You need X, Y, and Z. Let's put subtitles on that. I was seeing what was working on the internet, and I was like, you need that. When I met him, he had, oh gosh, I feel like I'm making this number up, but like maybe like 70,000 Instagram followers. And then when I stopped working with him, he had 300,000. I'm not taking credit for that, but I was happy to say that like his brand was growing, right? right? I got poached for this company um so I stopped working with him and I was poached for this nonprofit that paid me very well and paid me more than what I was making there and it was consistent and there was like insurance and shit. So I worked at that job. Um I got that job in 2019. And I was paid to be me. They created that position for me. They called it a multimedia manager. But I was there. They wanted me to do what I was doing for Dakota for them. So I thought, wow. It's like, a
0: very like realistic role nowadays too in the, it, in the marketing is. and advertising side yep. of things. The, the, it's becoming The media more. side of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah people are realizing Cause they're that, hand that they in need hand. that. If you're, if you're a media maker, you're, you're on the marketing team. If you're a marketer you need a media guy if you're you know they're they're hand in hand yeah you,
1: i think you need an internal documentarian really to kind of show what's going on like who who, who is the ceo who, what's going on especially in there. with
0: brand transparency nowadays you know especially we're, we're connected to the hr team through twitter's on with most companies like we're getting we're getting to see how the internal operations are handling it you yeah. might as well have that documented and presented in a way you know yeah it's marketing it's, and i
1: 100 and i think especially post-pandemic world in business like if you're not a media company Uh, in tandem with whatever it is that you do product service whatever it is that you sell or what have you Uh, i also think you need to be a media company otherwise you're you're probably not going to survive or pivot if you need to in case of another um, human calamity or something Um, so they created this position for me and they wanted me to fly around the world and in the beginning of 2020 i was going to go to germany and japan and then that got canceled because of the pandemic Um, stayed with them for another year and then March of this year, they let me go. They killed me cloak and dagger style, which I really respect. They were Red just... Red wedding style. Oh, yeah.
0: invited you in. We're they like, were like, hey, oh.
1: just so you know, as of now, you're effective immediately. You're terminated. You know, we're going to pay you out for the rest of the whatever. Here's this, this, and that. Um, now I'm going to transfer you to this person who's going to take talk to you about your like be- benefits. And I was like, I do not even know what happened. It was like your sense of smell. Like it just. Oh, just, no. You the, had the, COVID. <laughs> the COVID lines disappeared. They went out the window. Oh, shit. Um, and I was like, holy fuck. Um... That was in March. And uh, luckily, I was like, um, I was on a roll like making daily TikToks at the time. And so I had these opportunities, these paid opportunities from people who reached out on TikTok, believe it or not. And they're like, hey, do this for me. Like, do what you do, for me. but do it for me. And it's like, cool. So I was able to do that. And uh, for six months, I was living the freelance life and it was cool cuz i didn't have a boss. It was cool cuz i could take a nap in the middle of the day, right. which i've never right. done before. It was cool cuz i could take my kids to school and pick them up from school and you know, it was cool cuz i didn't have to travel and at the same time i invested heavily in this new equipment and so now i was getting some reps in it and i was making contacts in person here. Like finally for the, for the whole reason why i moved yeah. to Austin 8 years ago or however long ago 2012, good god. Oh my god, almost almost 10 years ago. Uh, the whole reason why i moved here was to find a production crew family and like make dope shit. It's the whole reason why I moved here. So I started making a name for myself locally here and um, found a startup company called Blended Sense. They're basically the Uber for for video content people. And I was in a meeting with them and I I'd planted seeds like two years ago to work with them because I Googled like Austin videography on YouTube and their shit came up and I was like, they need a Knives Monroe. But at the time I was working with Dakota. So they survived the pandemic, and I pitched to them, hey, you guys need X, Y, and Z, and this is what I do, and here's how I've grown other brands in the past, and I want to help you guys do that. Um, and I was able to finesse this deal where they they were, um, I'm a, essentially an independent contractor, so they're not my boss, essentially, but it's steady income. And then this other company uh, by the name of Freedom Learning Group, needed what they refer to as a content producer but it was an impossible role where you're asking for a unicorn who is proficient in photography videography editing like uh content producers and here's the thing like all these things are you have in hollywood there are production crews and departments for each of these things. Christopher Nolan doesn't shoot his own movies and no, right. edit his own movies yeah. and color his own He's movies and market his own movies et cetera, et cetera et cetera. So in these companies there's a vo- there's a language and vocabulary problem where they think we, one person does everything and that's just not the way it is. But I happen to do everything. So this company was like, you know, they set out this you know, we're we're looking to hire this person but I had already worked with this company, you know, and, and doing some freelance and they paid me really, really well. I was able to go to Portland with them and they're, they're able to take me places. And I was finally able to travel since the pandemic because of this company. They realized, well, it'd be a lot cheaper just to hire this guy as an employee, me. So they made this offer for me and I was like, fuck, this money is insane. But I didn't want to stop working with Blended Sense. So I let them know, hey, I'm going to take this full time position, but I still want to work with you guys full time. Um, if it doesn't work, then one of these things will go, but I'm going to try to make this work. And so since October, I've had two full-time jobs. And it's there's been some um, sitcom-level hijinks where it's like, I'm here in Dallas filming this thing for them, but I'm also on a fucking Zoom call with this company and like a lot of crazy shit like that where I've had to double dip. I compare it to Goodness. like... I compare it to like this Mrs. Doubtfire at the end, where yeah, yeah. he's like he's dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire and he's there for the 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 party, but then he has this job interview and then oh shit he didn't take off his Mrs. Now he's Mrs. Doubtfire for the job interview and it's like <sighs> that kind of shit. It's been like that for me, but um, I'm being paid wild money, like insane money, Dang. like it's retarded. Okay, cancel me for that one. Um, it's retarded, and I don't know how long I can do this. Like you know, I told, break, uh, I told, uh, I told my therapist you. like. Yeah, what do you want? What do you want to know? I'll, I'll be honest, I don't care. I bacon, really don't think breaking six figures. Yeah. Fuck. Well over. Um, oh, no, he says well over. Well over. I'm in the 1% <laughs> baby, but um and that's cuz you know I told my wife I was like, dude, you don't have to work. If you don't want to work, don't work. Like now's the time. If you don't want to work, take six months off and do you um you're more than welcome to do that. But if you keep your job, then we're making even more money, baby. So wow. she's decided to keep her job, but she, you know her job's just so low stakes. And uh, it's not it's not toxic. And she's just, she gets to work from home. And so it's kind of like, just collect, just go around the Monopoly board and collect, go. Just c- collect that money, you know? That's what she's doing. So I told my therapist, I'm like, I had two panic attacks in October that were terrible. And one of them was on camera and I was like vlogging at the time. And I had a panic attack on a Zoom call and it was not good and it was terrible uh had a lot to do with like i need to see a therapist because i'm not i don't have
0: the tools to be able to, oh, to handle this stuff no you're you know what you're suffering from tell me you're suffering from getting it you got a little bit you got a little bit of you got a little bit of. you got you got something man you got something that is fucking you got a ring you got one of the rings you got the ring on the glove and you're like yo i got some power now i got some fucking power and you're just overwhelmed
1: yeah it's overwhelmed you're overwhelmed it's overwhelmed um there was this one client, and I wish I could name drop them because they're now, like a Fortune 500 company. And I wish it could be like, I wish I could throw this one client under the bridge. I would never. But I was extremely disappointed with how they handled working with a content producer. And they, holy shit, fuck, balls, cock on a motherfucker. Like they were just so. I was like, how are you? this successful (laughs) this successful you know like in fight club when when edward norton's telling the lady on the plane like you know if a plus b equals x you know we don't do a recall blah 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 she's like what car company do you work for and he says a major one that's just what i'll say a major company but um boy did they give me panic attacks but it had nothing to do with the companies that signed my checks it was like a client of one of their companies i've said too much and uh I mean I almost like fucking just quit. Like I was like I'm fuck all this. Like I don't care about the money. I care like I care about the peace of mind. Like oh, when I was, no. those 6 months when I was freelancing, I was like no stress. Mm-hmm. I was able to uh, no more nightmares. Like it was fucking great I wasn't grinding my teeth. Like I was feeling myself. And I and then you realize we we work so hard to make so much money to feel that way, to feel happy, to feel good. I don't want to I don't want to fucking I started going to the gym. Like, I don't want to blow up and, like, I don't want to lose myself just for a buck. Like, I don't care about money like that, you know? Um, I really don't. I never have. I care about, like, making an impact. But I also feel like I've never been in this opportunity before. You know, my Hispanic life is, like, make hay while the sun is shining is one of our tropes. And um, I'll never be – I feel like this – I'm in the prime of my career. What if I never am able to make this much money ever again? I need to. Dude, I'm a – community college dropout like i was never supposed to make it this way i told my high school counselors i want to go to film school and they're like there's no such thing as film school like aka be realistic you you want to be a nurse or you want to be a teacher and i was like what the fuck is this um i was my my first relationship ever and i got this girl's name tattooed on my chest when i was in high school Um, she told me filmmaking is never going to pay your bills let alone our bills and like she broke up with me and i was devastated we were together for four years um and i that was like a chip on my shoulder of like i'll show you bitch and i did and uh i just i was like guys like me the only way to make it like back in the day was to go to la and to like sell your soul or to go to new york or you know if go the wolf arrow route and like go second city new, chicago like those are the only territories where you could really get over but i made it over like on in my own in my own terms and um So I don't want to let that go. I'm like, let me try it for three months, and I'm on my third month of working these two full time jobs, and I'm okay right now. I'm realistic. Like, there's no way I can sustain this. Like, there's just no way. What's going to happen when both clients double book me, and I can't? I'm, you know, I'm going to have to pick one. So, the one that makes me like creatively fulfilled and checks all the boxes except the money box is (laughs) Blended Sense, and they know this, and I've told them that. And I said, this is like my passion project. Like, you guys is where I scratch my itch because I love working with your clients and I love working with the crew here. I love the people. I scratch my itch. They give me my flowers while I'm alive. Like, they give me my props, the respect. Like, they look at me as like this vet, you know, of like, dude, you've, wh- yeah. what do you think, knives? And I'm yeah. like, you're asking me? Like, that, that. So I love that. I love working for them. This other company just pays me out the ass. And
0: the other company's name is what?
1: <laughs> They're called Freedom Learning Group. They're on LinkedIn and all that. They're in my Instagram bio. They pay me so well. They take care of me. I have no issues, drama with any of the humans that work in that organization. The CEO and I. I love her. She's amazing. Um, but it's it's a client service business where it's like it's I, I'm not creatively. I'm not personally fulfilled. Right. Like no, nor does any job. Nor should you try to get like your fix, your nut, from your job.
0: Right, right, right. 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 Go get yeah. that
1: from an external resource. So, like, I know that now, but uh. I'm also an artist. Like, I want, you know, I saw this great TED talk. Maybe it was Simon Sinek or somebody. Or, or uh, there's this you can guy. definitely get your nut from where you work. I think you you can, but here, here's the here's the trapping. Um, I saw this TikTok where this guy was like, "Yeah, I'm this creative. I I, I never wanted a nine to five so now I have a twenty four seven job. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Like this whole work, you know, find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life, that's a but bullshit. there's
0: No man, there's something there's something freeing about listen, work if you want results, you gotta work. Plain yes, and simple. That's a fact. If the goal is to get results in a certain field or a certain area, you gotta work for the creative yeah, yeah the creative you are the work the work is whatever you yeah. put out and decide you want to be work you are a creative you yes. could write a blog and call it your work right. as long as if you're monetizing it it's paying you but there's no yeah. difference in what your work is right it's right. So that 24/ 7 work lifestyle and there's a difference is just, between you like get to art decide there's a and freedom, commerce. Yes. And there's that's what freedom, I'm talking about. There's here. a freedom there in being able to like, when you were freelance or whatever, you're you're working on your own projects or collaborating on projects. If you want to work at midnight on it and do the editing and do yeah. this, you can, right? Yeah. You probably got to do all the shit you wanted to do during the day. So you're probably feeling relaxed at that time. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm get the other way. Work done.
1: I'm the other way. Like I wake up at 4.30 in the there morning and then, uh, but by 4 p.m. I'm toast.
0: There you like, go. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you can work a job where, hey, that it, it works within those bounds that you set for yourself and you're yes. comfortable doing that and it helps you flow optimally.
1: So you said the key word there and it's bounds, and I would take it a step further and say boundaries. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to maintain boundaries with people. Um, you know, if a client wants me to work on my daughter's birthday, I'm going to tell them I can't. Yeah. You know, I can't. This is like the only, I'll work on my birthday. I will work on um, fucking um, Christmas, but I, you know, my daughter's birthday or my son's birthday, I'm not going to do. And I've had to draw that boundary. And they're like, respect, you know. Yeah. So it's cool that they respect that communication. Yeah. yeah. So no toxic work environment right now. It's all good. That's that's the creative work side. And then with indie darlings, me and my wife's business, and then Knives Monroe trying to get his shit in on top of all that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really like three fucking jobs. Not not even counting being a father. Um, I said this on a podcast with my wife and I yesterday or the other day. Um. Two kids, two dogs, two jobs. That's what it is right now. It's that era, and um, I'm trying, man. You know, the, ideally, if I could make five k a month off of indie darlings, I'd quit everything and just do that. I would just do that. Like my goal is now, try to keep this money coming in because you need money to make money. You need that. You need that bankroll to play poker, right? Like you, you, you can't come. You can't come at this like broke. And I've never been like. a have never asked someone like, oh, can you? can you put me up? like can you pay for i've never done that and i won't i won't do it not a pride thing just like i can get it i can get the bread myself you know um so my goal is to try to maintain this for as long as i can but try to get indie darlings to a place where that's sustainable and um and do that for the rest of my life like i'd rather do that and it'll that'll have its own i'll have to eventually employ people and stuff like that man i i've paid my first and am not an employee. My first contractor this year. I paid this guy three thousand dollars. I hired him and fired him in the same like forty-five days. Like that was a, that was crazy. That was you crazy. hired
0: him and fired him? Or hired you would him just and, hire him and be like, yo, it's a, it's a job once you're done, done.
1: He didn't finish the job. Oh no. And uh, I did right by him and I paid him an extra thousand. You know, it was like here's a thousand up front. Um, here's this five hundred dollar bonus if you're able to finish this right before this and I'll pay you your other thousand like when this thing's completed. He didn't complete it. He pretty much shit the bed, and uh, and I was like, I, "Let me just do right by you." Like, hey, you you gave me your time, you know, so here's this, and then I had to let it go. But that is twenty five hundred bucks that could have went to me, you know yeah. what I mean? But it was like I was trying to I was trying to balance this, you know, and so that's when you have the audacity to dare to dream of like being your own boss, essentially. It puts you in situations, business situations that you better be ready for and you better have the know-how, the knowledge and the education and the information and the inspiration to to do that because that's, that's crazy man like you it's, might be a good salesman but you might not be a good business operator like these yeah, are different things or a things. good communicator
0: or someone who understands yeah dude it's and you know being all those things is tough that's what's tough it is tough because people I think have this idea Pe- where people
1: also expect to see like final product people yeah, like you know you're this fully formed realized crystallized version of gonna yourself gonna get it right every
0: single time you're gonna, be gonna be nail every job interview every this nah man nah, even man. you know who just stepped down uh, fucking homeboy from twitter like like, you Jackie. know people yeah. step down step down or do you get fired you know i thought he said he said he was stepping down i thought he was stepping down as ceo i, I think that. at that point unless it's a scandal or some shit you're given the option to step down you want to step down
1: but if the board is like all steve jobs about it and they say you're out that's the other way so and they'll say we'll let you step down since you made this
0: we'll let you we'll let you gracefully knows. But, depart but,
1: but you're right man like something was lacking there where he had to he, he wasn't x y or z enough so nobody's perfect and i certainly i am an artist like i would I would uh, hire a CEO before I would be like I'm the CEO. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm not
1: an entrepreneur. Like I'm not. I'm the artist guy. Nice. But thank you for asking me about that because I've never been. I've never said any of that public.
0: Dude, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That's a flex.
1: Thanks, brother. And I
0: feel like I feel like that's something that. And I hope I I framed that up. You know, you you're creating your own destiny right now, man. I wrote that down, creating your own destiny, which is something that is, dude, that's what we all want. We all want at least the opportunity to be able to do that, even if it is just for three months, you know? And like you said, you're, you're going to, you're a human being, man, you're going to evolve, you're going to grow, you're going to change, you're going to adapt and, and become a different person over the next couple of years and then become a different person from that version and so on and so forth. And yeah, dude, maybe you're like, yo, this is too much work. Yeah, I am making whatever, quarter mil, whatever you're making, dude, I'm making all this money, but it's. Coming at the expense of, hey, I am missing a birthday. I am not getting free time. I am getting yelled at. It's not good for my mental health or whatever. You know, you're gonna you're gonna come to another point in your life where you're gonna make a decision, adapt and and move forward, man. And that only is determined by your definitions of what you want, and it's only determined by you can't give up either, man. Exactly, dude. And that's where like the suicide. I know so many people. That's where the suicide thing gets me. Is it's like, man, you've got your. You know, you look at, and we can use Chester as an example, Uh, you know, it's it's a fucking amazing artist, an amazing musician, and he obviously had some deep demons, yeah, and he just so happened to, like, be in the public eye. He just so happened to be a public figure and was saying, let's be honest here, there's no, there was an equation at that given time in history that allowed Chester Bennington and his band to blow up the way that they did. There was but he's no, not, or there was,
1: or there, there was,
0: there was just a special equation there. Yeah. There was a special, whatever, where Chester and Shinoda and all these other dudes mm-hmm. made Lincoln park. Yeah. And fucking killed it.
1: Arguably the most successful band out of that new metal
0: era. Yeah. Arguably, yeah. arguably, you know, and, and they Probably
1: definitely, <laughs> yeah.
0: And not with a bad rap, not with, you know, they're not a limp biscuit or they're not, you know, right. uh, but there was other people saying those same things. Other people with that same type of voice and that same characteristics and the same, you know, there's billions of us. Yeah. But there was something special about Chester in that time, right? That's not to say that the people that had that same voice and that same message that were maybe doing it on a smaller scale, there's not some uniqueness and some specialties there either, you know? Yeah. It's It's just the... There's these weird, like... There's these weird examples and ideas that we give ourselves and that all comes from just these experiences that we have man and sometimes I feel like we get lost in those in that filtering. We get lost in absorbing and having to give it all back or exude energy. We get lost in that and that causes people to lose their way. It causes people to lose their motivation, their inspiration. it causes people to lose their their grip on reality. it causes people to lose their, Uh, drive, you know. People are content with just waking up and doing the same shit every day. And so, you know, hey, if that's what makes you happy, then cool, that's what makes you happy. But then there's also, like, a lot of life you're missing, you know. Being alive, to me, is worth waking up and giving that 100%. Being able to be alive. Being able to have the opportunity to create your own job and make six figures a year.
1: Do you know, like, if I were to ask you, well, let me close this loop about Chester. Um, Somebody said this, like, instead of saying, oh, this person killed themselves maybe we should label it as this person died by depression right like that's a that's a frame that like is a different frame than they gave up cause of death depression instead of suicide maybe Hmm. in those cases and then there's psychos that like you know like the dude who killed gabby petito whatever her name is there's psychos like that who killed themselves that's that's giving up that's taking the easy way out whatever um do you know like five things that like my daughter asked me this she's like what's your happy place? She asked me. And cornily enough, I was like, you know, when you give me a hug, I'm in my happy place. Like I, when I'm in, when Fiona gives me a hug, all the dopamine, like, ding, mm-hmm. ding, 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 like 10, 10, 10, 10, everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Uh, but do you have like five things that like, make you happy where when you're in those moments you're like blissed i am blissed the fuck out like what are those things that make you feel alive that are worth living for that if you got to surround yourself like with those things you'd be like more of this please i think
0: i have i think i have in a way Like can three three for sure for sure um and i guess it could be four depending on how you look at it but definitely being with becca like you know and we we got a little real last night and had a little discussion and and you know going through emotions and stuff because we've got great communication and you know it's it's something that i'm fucking so grateful for and it's that it's us being able to communicate i have such an easy relationship with her when she hugs me i'm on all tens when we're having our moments where it's all tens you know and just being with her definitely a happy place uh listening to music definitely a happy place
1: how do you do it? Like, can you just like, Whenever,
0: dude, I'll take a bath, listen to music. I'll, yeah. while I'm working out and, and being active, being physically feeling good. Yeah. And I have, in order to physically feel good, I have to move. I have to stretch, you know, right. Like sitting at home and not doing anything is the worst. I'm having my first gym session in two weeks tomorrow. I've waited two weeks. I'm going to do upper body for the next month or whatever I need to do, but I'm going to focus on at least being able to work out, even though I can't really walk or, yeah. or run or do much. Right. Um, I can walk obviously I'm working out but I just I can't no running jumping sprinting I'm not doing jiu-jitsu for a while clearly because of the lake shit mm-hmm. like it's gonna be a lot of just like gym sessions but I need it I need to be able to get out yeah hit a punching bag do something yeah like lift a weight um, those three things and then connecting with my family like I wanted to I want to put that with the Becca thing like just connecting with family yeah. I'm talking to a couple different friends every single week consistently and this was going on before the wedding, and I've kept yeah. it consistent through the wedding, and that was something that I was dead set on—like I'm going to connect. Uh, and then I'm learning being able to be creative, you know. And that's what I struggle lately because I feel like I did take—you know—I was off for a month for the wedding, and there was a lot of planning and a lot of like routine going into the wedding, you know. And yeah. then coming back, I've had the ability to do the show. Obviously, I got injured. Like I'm creating a little bit more content. I'm graduating coming up. There's a lot of like life events happening Huge. and going on. So I'm realizing what I need to do to be able to manage those things. And if, yeah, if I can be in my happy places, for sure, that's something that helps me stay grounded and helps me stay like focused.
1: A couple things when you're, when depression's taking over your life, like those happy, those five happy things, it's like eating ashes. You can't feel it. And that's really scary. Mm. When like the hug from your daughter, you feel nothing. Mm. I've, when I've, like the I've, bowl, I've probably bowl, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, yeah. That, that's the scary thing. And if you feel that way for too long, death feels like the only happy thing. Oh dude. And it's scary. It's super scary. Um it it, it's it's really scary. What I want to say is like from one creative to another, um one mantra that I've had this year is lower the stakes. Lower the fucking stakes. Lower the stakes. Like creatively. Like sometimes I want something to look really good, or like this crazy production, or this edit is like not right, whatever. Lower the stakes, like i think with creativity for me and hopefully you can find your version of this like the anxiety of like oh man like because you mentioned creativity is like a bit of a, a struggle sometimes i have to remind myself i need to live that's part of the creativity formula mm-hmm. i need to live life you have these exactly. big life events that are coming up
0: absorb Wake that up is just a part of the game dude you're already on, you're on a new level you woke up go, go play the game Dude, like the ups and downs of living will
1: inspire and inform the creativity. So, like, remember that your, you are your creativity is like not um like a workout session where I'm gonna be doing these reps for 30 minutes. My heart rate's at a certain. No, creativity is on all the time. But once you sit down and then you carve the thing or you chisel something out Mm -hmm. of whatever, like then that's that's just a product, right? So I would tell you like lower the stakes and like really don't be so hard on yourself and like let it let it come naturally like uh well
0: that was that episode dude that episode i did where i yeah. just shat and like for word vomit for and that's funny because i've had more people reach out about that shitty episode and how shitty it was
1: think about that then they
0: reach out about other like good episodes think and i'm about like, that. man that's what the story is, of my life that, too man dude? Was that more like, people reached air? out
1: of a, of a podcast that i recorded on my phone mm-hmm. on a bus mm-hmm. than a feature film that took me 18 months to make
0: but it's a lot of like Dude, that was a lot to talk about like you, it was weird and it's just like dude I had to shit the bed I had to get up and get booed like and I've bombed during, I've yeah. bombed doing stand up before I've been yeah. booed playing my music on stage like I've yeah. hit some like you know but dude coming in here and talking to myself and feeling gross the entire time I'm doing that is a low that I don't know yeah. if yeah. I want to ever replicate but I had to do it I had to yeah. get an episode out just for the sake of getting it out yeah. and eat that i had to eat that ash and have it be gross for like a second yeah just so i knew when i did the next one i'd feel a lot better in the process and yeah. i'd feel better doing it in the process um this is how i know you're a true creative dude and so that's something that like i stuffed away man i stuffed away playing music you know because i think that the the creative aspect of me comes from daydreaming you mm-hmm. know and like Dude, I fucking I'll act in front of a camera. I'll talk. I'll fucking play some music. But yeah. there's nothing that constantly pulls me to wanting to make that like my life. Does that make sense? Like 100%. there was nothing that ever made me go. I'm gonna do whatever I can to be a musician and be in a band. Yeah, no, man. I wanted to be in a band for a while and it was fun. And then when shit got tough, I was like, man, I don't know if I want to be in a band anymore. Yeah, you know. But it played itself. I still out. It enjoyed playing course. music. I still enjoyed jamming, but. Do I want to be a lifetime musician? No, or I would be doing that. I now know that that's what I would be doing if I wanted to do it, and I don't want that. Yeah. So I don't, but I feel like people struggle with finding out what that it is. And I'm trying to come to terms with the creativity is the outlet. The creativity is the expression itself. Like yeah. I don't have to write a record and sell a million albums. Yeah, I can maybe just write a song because of how I'm feeling. And that song or, in or of itself, a beat. Like, maybe I don't play with play for anybody other yeah. than myself. But I still wrote a song. I still have a song that I can go to and play yeah. because it expresses something, you know. 100%. And that's something that I'm learning as a creative, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, You know, and now that I'm going to be having, I think, some more free time coming up with graduating and just different things that are going on. And I think that it's, that's why the idea of taking risks is uh at the forefront of my mind, because now I think it's a good opportunity to. I think I am equipped enough to where I can take some risks and maybe fall, you know, have fun at the very least have fun experiences and over the last two years when shit has kind of been haywire Mm -hmm. i've been able to organize and plan and that's like something that i'm thankful for you know really is having the perspective of man it literally i was working the 16th on the 17th the world was fucking shut down like it uh, again no control Mm -hmm. i just got to be able to adapt when people go yo hey there is no police anymore it's all just haywire boy i got one gun yeah. I can at least protect me and Becca. You know, whatever it yeah. is. Like, I can at least, oh, hey, we're going to go on this fucking trip. You know, we're going to go do this. I can dispatch it. Hey, cool. I've been through tough shit before. I know that as long as I'm of sound mind and body, I can, yeah. co- you know, I can, you know, and that's uh, a way that you want to be able to, like, navigate life. And I think if you can, if you can get to that spot to where you're comfortable, it allows people to be able to express themselves and the creatives can come out and create and the explorers can go out and explore but dude then you get into this the tricky shit of people just being comfortable you know and not Mm -hmm. wanting to go out and do shit and not want more and then having to inspire that in people and hey again maybe it's not for everybody you know but at the very least i think everybody can experience some sort of like accomplishment or achievement or hey i've 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 succeeded in a way, right? right? And I hope that they can feel that, and then maybe continue to feel that throughout their lives, man. Because, yeah. you know. it
1: doesn't have to be winning an Academy Award. Exactly, or just or a, a Grammy, win.
0: just a win. What's a win, dude? Yeah,
1: a, a win to me is uh, finishing a song. That's a fucking win. A win to
0: me is learning a chord. Yeah. A win to me, like, so I tell people, just practice, yeah. you learn yeah. a couple chords you like. I have a girl at my work right now who's learning guitar, and she's like, you know, I've I've learned like these four. Cool, you could write a song with two. Yeah, you can write a song with two you have four chords play with those like she feels like she's out a block and I'm like no. Like how work on being able to play those four chords up and down the entire neck of the guitar and yeah. without looking and like all those are little wins yeah. and just keep building off that and dude we get stu- And when we're young we get how many times did you quit when you were younger you know cry because uh, you didn't get what you want you qu- yeah, bro. hundreds of times and we can't go back and change all that but I um. hope that you can sit back and go like quitting wasn't the answer when you were eight and yeah. now as an adult it definitely isn't the answer now at 38 yeah. definitely not the time to quit Right. You know, is this your first time tasting success at thirty eight? That sucks. But yeah. you know what? It's better than never tasting success at thirty nine. You know, fucking get yeah. out there and get your first win. Whatever it is. Uh, also,
1: dude. our us as millennials, like, we have a weird relationship with age. Yeah, I don't think it's fair because And death and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my mom, my mom's generation and your parents' generation. Um fifty meant done. Yep. Fifty does not mean done anymore. No. Nope. It doesn't fucking mm-hmm. mean done. Like Rogan's fifty five in the prime of his fucking you know career whatever you want to call it yeah, like yeah. he's in the prime of whatever he's doing and he's had multiple i think we'll be good successes at 50. oh 50 is going to be pretty sick I and mean, we're gonna look back at just, our 30s and look at us as 20 20
0: being... takes a real turn but unless the 20s unless this I decade know. takes a real weird, weird turn it, but yeah i think 50 is gonna be cool
1: it could but i i do think uh you know like succeeding at 38 is not lame like it was no, man. 40 years ago
0: no and again you were done succeeding at is subjective like yeah. what the fuck is succeeding like right getting a job is succeeding yeah. <laughs> let alone like whatever else you know Ah, oh, man people just how do you think you get people to to a good way to maybe sum this up man how do you get how do you think just the average person can shift their focus to going after what they truly want and I guess the first part to that being how do people find what they really want? You know, like how, how can you encourage someone to go out and like truly find themselves and do what they want so they can feel happy? Because I do think people struggle with happiness. You know, yeah. I do feel like on the happy meter, not yeah. everybody's 100% all the time. Probably right. not, right? Like, yeah. man, I only feel 50% most of the time. Well, what is that? Maybe that's not depression. Maybe you're just yeah. not happy. Maybe sure. those are two different things, right? Depression right. is probably a real thing and maybe just not being happy. Maybe you're just, gonna Yeah. And you or could like be melancholy as yeah well. maybe yeah. you could be happy in just a different environment maybe you're not depressed even but maybe you're just yeah. not fulfilled like totally. how do you get people on that path on that to find in that
1: I think um, I think there's two things like not everybody needs a crazy dream a crazy passion. I want to be this chef. I want to be Gordon right. Ramsay. I want to be Tony Bourdain. I want to be whomever. Like that's smart. It's not that for everybody. Like lower mm. the stakes mm. first of all.
0: Again, that's so for good. Some, lower the stakes
1: for some people. Like finding a significant other and they're done. They're good. That's it. That's the check mark. Like if they found a Becca or a Claire, they're they're complete.
0: Mm.
1: You know, and and it's like ask yourself what that is and be comfortable in your in your like smallness. You know, we're all small, man. We're all just specks on this fucking rock. Like for real. So it doesn't need to be a crazy, like, I want to be. When I was younger, I wanted to be the next Tarantino, Kevin Smith, whomever, PTA. Now it's like, I want to be the first ever Knives Monroe, and I want that to matter. Like, you know, when I went to.
0: And know that that evolves. I think it's that right there to. that it evolves, right? You have this idea that, hey, maybe when you were 25, you did just want a family and kids. But yeah. maybe at 35, you want something different. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it's it can get weird when it's like midlife crisisy y and you're cheating right. or weird shit or you're fucking, you this know. This is why with,
1: with our friend of the show. Becoming a drug addict. With our friend of the show, T, um, he has like the wildest dreams. And to me, it's like. You know, you can't tell him lower the stakes. Like, for him, it's like, make it bigger. You know, bigger car, fancier this, more that. You know, why settle for one girl when you can have nine? You know, like, that kind of stuff. And maybe that's hyperbolic, maybe it's not. This guy has, like, these wild dreams, and it's kind of hard to, like, uh, bring him closer to his happiness, right? And there's a lot of people out there like that who are like, the only way I can be happy is if I have $100 million in the bank. Mm, To me, I say to you, lower the stakes. I get the comparison Lower the stakes, man. Like, uh, after I made... 60k a year. Mm-hmm. I was never like more money than that didn't make me happier. It didn't. It did not make me happier. Mm. It didn't. Mm. Like uh, but, but, my, my but dog had how's a,
0: money. How's, how's now money make you feel? Though? My
1: dog had a tore her ACL, and uh, the we got X-rays, 500 dollars X-rays. Yeah, paid it out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, there was a time where that wasn't that was never a possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She needed a, a surgery, and they're like, we got to give her ACL surgery. It's going to be 2,500 bucks, and I said, ouch. We finished the surgery. They're like, actually, it's forty five hundred, and I was like, what do you mean, fucking? Actually, paid it out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? And it and it was like, I could do that, right? Uh-uh. Never in my life ever. I mean, I used to yeah. like put five dollars yeah. of gas at a time, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but like that doesn't necessarily make me happier. Like I'm not like mm. like for like stunt to who? Like it 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 doesn't like, you know. Um,
0: in the moment, it does. Though, in 2017, you're your dog.
1: I was able to go. I was able to buy cage free. Eggs,
0: yeah, we talked about this. You yeah, got and
1: that was like that's as high as it, that's the pinnacle. Yeah, 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 that's the pinnacle for me. I'm just speaking for me, man. Um, I, I like my life, you know. Yeah. Here's another thing, and it's like you cunt. Um, for my son's sixteenth birthday, I bought him Easy's, and I was like, dude, I wore the same shoes freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. I can't believe you just got these. I can't believe it. Like you're such a fucking lucky little boy. Yeah. Like just know that. Just yeah. know that your dad yeah, loves yeah, you, yeah. man. Like I love you, and. uh you have no idea how good it is you know bro there was times where there was three eggs in the fridge and i'm like i can't i can't eat my kids are gonna eat yeah yeah, so like don't get me wrong man like you know uh tony robbins who i'm like his guy said for those people who say that happiness um that money doesn't buy happiness they don't know where to shop yeah that's what he says right so i get that yada 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 um but for me lower the stakes like for that's why my life is okay as far as like my relationship with my success and my family because dude all i ever wanted was to make a teacher salary filmmaking that's all i ever wanted if i could do that I was a success so um i would to answer your question like what would i tell people lower the fucking stakes but but um also that's half the answer the other half is you might not want anything and that's cool too don't Necessarily submit to this framework or paradigm that the way the world is, is you need to what you do is what matters, you know, like the uh, uh, how much money you make is what defines you. Like, dude, if you're good smoking cigarettes, working your nine to five, living for the Cowboys game, I feel like I just outed like my entire family, but it dude, and if you're good and like a beer at the end of the day is your ecstasy yo I'm all, all I'm trying to do is chase that high that you fucking have like that's what I'm trying to do is feel okay if that makes you feel okay and you can go out on your sword and be like I lived my fucking life and it was fine my kids are good and yeah you know um I have gas in my car I'm good man That's all I need baby sweet then then realize how lucky you are you won already you won the game like ding 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 ding. you won just don't waste that shit acknowledge that you that you have what you want and when you if you ever decide that is this all there is i want more then you know ask yourself what do you want right and really just get yourself to it and uh yeah that that would, that would be my answers man because not everybody needs to make six figures to be happy um not everybody needs the same dreams as i do not everyone's um i think we all like fantasize about being eddie van halen or um michael jordan or something like we all have those dreams of like i want to you know we sing in the shower and we're like could you imagine like we all have those dreams and i think that's healthy right but if you feel like you're a failure and you want to kill yourself or something because you're not that like lower the fucking stakes you know what i'm saying
0: it's beautiful man beautiful way to i think uh put a bow on this i know we didn't get into anything fucking entertainment are you okay with that bro i'm fine with it yeah no because this is what i wanted can i I just say one thing that's like
1: the most important thing yeah you know um yay dropped an album this year and uh, a lot of crazy cool stuff came out this year Yep. probably the craziest thing is that CM Punk returned
0: oh dang was, that,
1: that changed my life man dude
0: okay that All changed right, my life
1: on. and uh, next weekend on Wednesday there there's an AEW show that's gonna be in Dallas called Winter is Coming and there's gonna be a world championship match yep, they did match. it last year yep, yep. we saw it last year but it's gonna be in Dallas so I'm Sting going Sting debuted last year Sting debuted last year uh, I'm hoping to see CM Punk IRL next week that, that's, yeah, a, that's a that's a that's a uh, bucket list thing for me.
0: Would you be willing to come back and do another wrap Any up fucking time. Any Before time. the end of
1: the year? Absolutely. You just cool. say when. We're
0: doing it. Cool. Um, we'll do and part hopefully two. we can
1: do it after Matrix 4 comes out. Let's plan that. Are you a Matrix uh, guy?
0: Yeah. I, I had it on my list. It was on there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah we'll talk about it after that
0: uh yeah man and the only reason being is i'm my my,
1: i'm here anytime you need me
0: the guy that i did my other one with uh khalil i've got like another two or three episodes i'm doing with him we did three and a half hours the other night and i cut it into two parts and it's that was a struggle to have to cut and edit and like Uh, okay like where do i cut it how do i hmm. transition and make them both interesting and like sum it up with themes and like so yeah We'll 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 do this one legitimately because you said some fucking powerful things, man, and and uh, proud of you. You know, congratulations on being able to. to, Thank you, congratulations on being able to. uh, Really, man, you 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 have a grasp on your own little world right now, your own destiny, and that's a crucial move. And I think that if anybody is uh, looking to also have that powered the man listen to you obviously you're a great example where can they find you on the, obviously you're a tiktok king but what are your social medias <laughs> that you want to share and
1: tiktok king at knives Monroe and all the things uh, at indie darlings as well visit indiedarlings.net. we got some cool designs cool stickers movie i'm stuff. getting a
0: pink hat 100 oh sweet
1: thanks this Indeed. one's like all sweated up and like gross but uh got cool shit there man and so support the cause and thank you so much for inviting me on here this is great um, this is the best episode ever.
0: Dude, opinion. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. And hey, dude, of course, we're going to have more. I appreciate you coming in and doing this. Everybody, this is Knives Monroe, and we're out.